done, you know, as a remake, you know, it, they're, they're going to have everything that you remember from the original Final Fantasy in it, like, in terms of content. They are, stuff but like you can that, tell right? it's not going to be... Yeah, it, it seems the story and everything is going to be the same, but it's not going to play the same. I don't think you'll get a giant Sephiroth at the end where you have three guys on one side, three guys on the other side, and you're trying to break down both sides to get to him, you know, to, to shrink him down to his, his last final form or whatever. So I, I just think that what they're going to wind up doing is you'll wind up play through the whole game, but then you'll wind up getting this mutated Sephiroth. He might be a little bigger than he normally is because you have to combat him um, in this Kingdom Hearts style. Yeah, they got him coming. You know? And, and like I said, I, I thought it was dope, but it's just certain games that I, I, I want for them to bring back. You know, a new Siphon filter, a Legend of Dragoon, you know, things like that. Ark the Lad, um, maybe a Baldur's Gate, even though I kind of associate Baldur's Gate with Xbox. You know, a lot of Western RPGs with Xbox, but we had Champions of Norwrath on PS2. There's a lot of games that they had back in the day that even though they may not own them, if they could have worked out a deal to get those games on there, I'd be a lot more interested than I am today. Right now, the only game that's got me interested is Horizon Zero Dawn. That game looks so amazing. <laughs> it's just really, really good. Damn. I'm for it. Alright, mm. so <clears throat> I went live already. I just, you know, you like the people, catch people mid-conversation. I do it every week. That's all good. Yeah, I like to catch people off guard. But, uh, <laughs> Weapon Wheel Podcast, episode 17. Uh, man, I hate black 17 people. 17 going strong, son. Congratulations, yeah. man. I hate black people. I'm going to start off going with that because <laughs> send people an invite an hour ago, you know. Black Bond wants to hit me up 10 minutes before. Oh, I can't make it. What you mean you can't make it? After all week, you've been telling me you're going to be there and everything like that because I do constant checks with people. Because I know how black people are. Yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there 10 minutes before you want to tell me you're not going to be there. Then, Shokio, who just <laughs> entered the room. All right, what's up? What's up? <laughs> this is the second <laughs> time he almost flaked on me. I, I was thinking 6 p.m. Central Time, and I was like on the phone with my girl, so like that was also another distraction. So <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Sorry about that. about your excuses, man. <laughs> I really don't. Look, I'm, I'm black, man. You gotta be fashionable. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's what they always go to—the skin color. Nah, not <laughs> me. I'm on time. Listen. You got fools, you See, I I was joking. When I invite white people on here, they show up a half an, an hour to an hour and a half before. Y'all want to show up ten minutes after? Black bond? Damn, I get. I guess I'm the exception for that then, because uh, <laughs> I was having technical difficulties. I was only like a minute or two late, so. See, you know Black Bond is an Oreo, so he's always on time. <laughs> but enough of me complaining. Um, so we're going to get into the introductions. Uh, we can start out with Dark Cloud. What's up, what's up, people? It's DC19 through your game and tech. Uh, thanks for having me back again. Y'all could jump over at Dark Cloud 1983 on YouTube or my Instagram. Uh, and uh, next is um, Xbot. What's going on, people? It's the Xbot four four eight. BG, thanks for the invite. I'm I'm really excited to be here. And um, yeah, let's go. All right, uh, Jack, move. Hey, 
What's poppin' everybody? This uh this Jack move, man. Hey, the cool giddy up. But you can also call me your <coughs> your pony commissioner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's up everybody? It's your boy Kid Smooth, aka the best bot. No pun intended to X bot. Um but uh-huh. you know where the channel uh-huh. is. No, Kid Smooth nineteen eighty nine. We in here about the uh I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yo, why you so? Why you look so happy? You're not happy this game. This game is fucking awesome, man. But I'm afraid to tell you what it is. So. Oh boy, it's probably like. If it's on Xbox, it's probably a racing game. <laughs> Man, nah, nah, nah. It's, it's actually a multiplat. It was an underrated multiplat. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Shokyo. What's going, on, everybody? It's a Shok. Uh, don't sub to me on YouTube because I don't do videos anymore. Damn. <laughs> Straight up with it. Uh, and Tick. Hey, Exponation. It's your boy, KLWAR X Kalel, the last son of Planet Xbox. You know what it is? Host of the Inner Circle Podcast, the premier podcast for Xbox One. I appreciate you guys inviting me on. Alright, so uh, podcast is going to be up on SoundCloud, obviously, uh, so you can listen to that whenever you want. Um, or you can listen to it on YouTube after we're done, replay that. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, I just want to say, man, doing this podcast, doing a podcast every week is not easy. So shout out to everybody that joins me every week and all the guests I've had because taking you know all this time out to do it is not easy, especially on a Saturday, especially when when you gotta look up all these topics, organize all these people at one time. Shit is not easy. I, I, I'm serious about all these viewers starting to pay us. I'm being real. I know it ain't gonna happen, but I feel like they should pay us. This is not easy. <laughs> This is some real show shit, and we went to three hours last week. Hopefully, we don't do that this week. But there's a lot of stuff to talk about. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So let me look at this list. <sighs> okay. We can get some irrelevant stuff out the way. Did anybody uh buy Just Cause Three or uh Rainbow Six Siege this week? Nah. Nope. Nope. No nope. sir. Nah. Nobody. <laughs> See, see how easy that was? I told, I said, I said nobody. I bet nobody in the podcast got it. It's two irrelevant games. Um, I mean, Just Cause is all right, but you know, it wasn't really an. I feel like a must buy that anybody really wanted. Um, and Rainbow Six Siege was another kind of like thing that fell off that Ubisoft made. It was wasn't really on anybody's radar. So no comments on Just Cause or Rainbow Six Siege. Well, with Just it's, Cause. It's a, I don't I don't really consider it a day one buy. It's good to have like an open world game and the amount of destruction that's in that game. It mm-hmm. does look like a lot of fun. Um it's just that, you know, I, I have my Halo five, like I was telling you guys before, I'm over two hundred and forty hours on that game. I, I still have Rise of Tomb Raider. <laughs> um I'm a I'm a racer at heart. I love uh Forza, Forza Six, so like I, I beat I beat the traditional career on that, but I want to go back and beat like you know every single car category that that game has to offer, and I know I can get just cause you know down the line somewhere. So. Okay. Cool. What yeah, I feel I about just it. cause is just something uh, to waste time in. I don't think it's something you pick up to like focus on. It's like a time waster game. Okay. I don't know. I want to say that. Here's my thing on Just Cause. Just Cause, obviously, um, is is a franchise that's been around for a minute. 
a lot of people it's kind of underrated in a way. I think that had the game not been so broken with the frame problems and things like that, it could have been a very successful game. Open world, constant destruction, um, really great draw distance, lots of action, falling out the sky. It has all those elements. The problem with this generation, and it's similar to what uh, you know we spoke about earlier in the year, BG, is that you just get broken games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you get these broken no games, yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. When you get these broken games, man, it just ruins the experience. And the thing that's just even worse about it is that the media turns around and gives the games high scores. You know, Fallout in a nutshell. Right. It's like it, yeah. it shouldn't matter that the game is if the game could be good. But if the game is not playable, or the or you're just struggling to get through the game, then what's the purpose of the game? The whole point of the game is to play and to enjoy it. But if I'm only enjoying it partly, that should go into some of the review scores. And I think it did in some cases. And it's kind of disappointing that Just Cause got, um, you know, got got the the low scores that it did. Um, well, IGN think, gave it an eight. Yeah, but no, I've seen IGN some sixes. Yeah, I, I could have swore they gave it an eight. On yeah. on PC, it probably got eight on consoles. <laughs> Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, I saw some sixes and some sevens. I just think that their next outing, maybe just cause four, uh, would be good. And and just to finish up, I think it's important that that game continues on, just because of the protagonist, of you know, and not not to change the subject, but you know, having a Latin guy have his own game, it, you don't really get a lot of diversity in games, and I think that's important that this character continues to have his own game. Well, minorities don't get our own games that often, so yeah, I agree with that. But I don't, I don't think like he really represents the that culture that much. I think he's they just made him that just to make him that. <laughs> but that's really all you. That's really all you need, though. Yeah. That's really all you need. Just somebody that you know you can be familiar with. He doesn't have to rep it, but if he's familiar, it makes you a little bit more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Also, another thing. Now that you talked about that. Um, they showed that Uncharted uh, trailer at uh, the video at the Game Awards, and it just hit us that you know because we were talking, me and Jack was talking about it. That's actually the first black character in Uncharted, and it took four games. Uncharted, yeah. Uncharted is the the official Seinfeld of video games. It took four games. I never, and it, it never hit me like I don't even think you you even saw like a black like enemy uh, NPC. Yeah. Or AI at all? Like, black people. <laughs> it not was like the Mexicans, but it was never no fucking like black. <laughs> Blackest person was Eddie Rogers. Really, kind of like, like the, the death threats. The uh, the producer of the what is it? Mafia. The new Mafia game is getting. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think you're gonna find any brothers hanging around temples. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so yeah. That that girl on that trailer, man. She was she was naturally diesel. I felt I felt bad for Nathan when uh she she threw him into the bookshelf like that that was crazy. Yeah. That's so, funny. <laughs> Naturally <laughs> diesel. Okay. So uh moving on to the next irrelevant thing. Uh <laughs> Nintendo NX. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and put this up on screen and this is why we got Shokio in here today. Uh White Knight Extraordinary. Yeah. So the new C, I'm I'm starting to like this guy, right? I'm I'm liking the things he's saying. He said he knew the Wii U would be a failure. He's saying mm-hmm. the next the the NX won't be the 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 next version of the Wii or Wii U. I'm, I like this guy. I, I feel like I could go out and drink with him. 
Look, they. I remember when Nintendo was talking about a lot of things, and it was all these rumblings about um, there were differences in the in the you know in the corporate space between uh, you know the the main guys of Nintendo and some of the other people in Nintendo. They weren't fans of the direction Nintendo was going because of the simple fact that you look at PlayStation, you look at Xbox. These consoles are are, are very mature consoles. You know what I'm saying? So Nintendo's still sticking with these kiddie-type games, these these platformers, and still relying on their first party. It's hurting them third-party-wise. I think NX is a step in the right direction, hopefully power-wise, as well as third-party, and can get them back to where they need to be. That's a bad word. What is kitty? <laughs> Put it like this. Put it like this. I remember back in the day when I had some Nintendo. There's some kitty-ass games that even we can't beat. Well, I, I'm, uh, I mean, beating a game and, and having a game, I mean, a game's difficulty to me wouldn't be determined that it's an immature game. I look at games like Mortal Kombat that came out on Super Nintendo, and I had Mortal Kombat when it came out. There was no blood in the game, but it was on Sega Genesis. It's because they're trying to appeal to a family-oriented base. They've been doing that for years with the GameCube with the Wii, with the Wii U, if you look at all their games, a lot of the, especially the Wii U, which had a ton of shovelware at the time, a lot of it is, is though can be addicting, a lot of it is based on young kids and young adults. It's nothing for us that grew up on Super Nintendo that played games like Act Razor, Chrono Trigger, you know, those type of games that were like, had really great stories, um, that had really mature themes to it. You could see those games later on in the future at 30, 28, 35 years old. You still have the Donkey Kongs and the Mario Karts and the Marios, and that's cool and all, but where is your Halos, your Uncharted, your new IPs like a Scalebound or Horizon? Like Those are the games that I think Nintendo needs in order to take that next step to compete with the other two, the, the other two big games, uh, big consoles. Uh, Metroid. Metroid. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Super Metroid is one of my favorite games all time. I agree, but where is it? That's, that's not know, but, whether, but it is a game that can grow with you, and it's not a it's not a game that's appealing to children. Where is it? it? <laughs> yeah, if I could just say something real quick. Um, I'm I'm a father. All right, I have eight year old twins in my house. Uh, we have a Wii U. I know the kids absolutely love the thing, and I I like playing games with them on it. Mm-hmm. Um. I do believe, uh, I do, you know, agree with Kalel that they need some of those other games as well. What I think needs to happen, they they have to figure out a balance between the two. Um, I agree. Yeah, they, exactly. I I believe that you know Nintendo's got something when it comes to kids, and they they can bring families together with these uh these classic IPs that they you know that they've had for years, and the new iterations coming out. But I I do believe they do they do need a balance. Um, you know, to compete today. So, I mean, I I absolutely agree. It's the same thing I said when I was talking to um, one of the execs over at Microsoft, and I said, you know, you guys are sitting on Rare and how many platforms they have, and you you know, the focus though Rare wanted to focus on Connect at the time, which in my opinion was not the right move. I mean, it worked for them on 360 because they sold a ton of games, but for Xbox One was not the right move. A lot of people didn't want to connect and things like that. You look at what they're doing now with Sea of Thieves, and I'm hoping that with the you know, release of Rare Replay, you'll wind up getting games like Banjo again, a new one, a new Conquer, a new you know, um, Jet Force Gemini, those type of games that are platformers and things like that, and bring them back. I think Nintendo 
has that already set. What they need is those mature themes to bring the adults and the, the, the young adults over from Xbox or PlayStation and make that a second platform in the house. Yeah, because a lot of people act like Nintendo is just hated on by a certain audience, like just because we hate on it. No, we they just it just doesn't lacks anything we really want. Like people make it seem like if there was something on this console that I absolutely liked, like I'm just gonna ignore it. No, I, I would definitely get it. Just like I agree, there's something the definitely on Xbox that I want. So. And I know there will be, so I got one. You know, there's no blind hate. They just really don't have anything for a certain audience, and they're like, they kind of ignoring that. But what kind of audience are you talking about? Because they have they have RPGs and certain things, like they grab people for like a Bayonetta and Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, you talking about the fan base that cares about shooters and just straight up gore? That's not I, what I'm saying. Go ahead. It's not even shooters, because like I'm not even. The biggest fan of like I'm not the biggest fan of first person shooters, but like okay, let's say I even wanted that on a Wii on a Wii U or but you know, on a Wii U. I can't. There's not really that I can get. I don't feel like there's a there's an action adventure game that that really interests me um, on Nintendo. It's just their typical uh, first party games that they've been making from like the inception of time and like I. Like, people make it seem like you can't, like, your age has nothing to do with your gaming preference. It absolutely does. Right. Yeah. Aging affects what you like. And, yeah, Mario used to be the shit. It's not the shit no more to me. Hmm. So, you know, they just they just not doing it. No. And, and like I said before, like, the two titles that you just said, yeah, they, they are focused um, to a, a, a more mature audience, but... Uh, there isn't a balance. Like if you look at like the the kid type titles, they severely outweigh any any titles that would go more. Well, that's a given. That's adult. just that's just a Nintendo. But they, I'm saying though, they do have titles, but they don't have the type of titles that'll draw everybody to go buy out of Wii U. Because if you think about it, you'd be waiting on those games. Like uh, what was what was one of those RPG games that I was dying for to come out here? Uh, Tower something. Uh, in the fact that we had to like beg for it to come here, so I, I definitely understand oh, what you're saying. Pandora's Tower, that you know what I'm saying? Like we, it, it sucks that people have to beg for that type of stuff, but Nint- Nintendo can bring those titles out. I, I guess now they're realizing that they can't depend on if it ain't broke, don't fix it because it is yeah. broke. Yeah, I, I exactly. Feel like, Times change, basically. You I know. Like, yeah, but um, I'm I'm glad y'all talked about the whole balance of thing because that's. Something uh, I think probably most mainstream gamers uh, don't understand because both sides are kind of wrong. It's funny because you have one side, either the, the typical you know Nintendo hater, or whatever. Nintendo needs to stop Mario, you know, stop the Kirby and stuff. And then you have the typical Nintendo fan who's like, we don't need any mature games. We don't need new IPs. You know, you got extremities on both sides when really both are wrong. And like you were saying, there needs to be a balance. It's clearly well, as simple as that. Like they they need us. Keep doing Mario. Yes, they just need to add more. Yeah, in in the Ooh. end, it's a business, and if if one you're Mario only catering to one side mm-hmm. of something, you cool. know, you're doing your business a disservice. Basically, I, just, I remember talking to somebody, and they said that no, they don't want Nintendo to be like the Xbox or the PlayStation because that's what makes them special. That's what you know that they have those platformers and those games that appeal to the younger generation. The problem is is that that's not what's making money. That's not what we see on TV. What you see 
on TV is, you know, exclusive marketing deals with these particular mm -hmm. companies. What you see on TV is every uh, Walking Dead, Microsoft is presenting the Walking Dead and things like that. These companies are making money off of their mega franchises and are gobbling up every marketing deal that they can find in the, the world. And because of that, it is not only giving a mass appeal to casuals, but it's also giving a mass appeal to the younger generation. And that's what's hurting Nintendo as well. And that's something that they're not getting because they were too reliant on first party and not reliant enough on new IPs and getting third-party third support. See, I feel no, I was just going to say, I kind of agree with the whole, like, I don't mind them being that that console that just like, all right, is, all right this is where I could go for all, like, the platformers or the younger generation. Because at the end of the day, say if we had, I would, maybe the GameCube and the N64 was, like, the closest Nintendo thing had to, like, a PlayStation and the Xbox, if you think about it. So, like, I think it would be completely oversaturated, and then there would be a market completely missing. If I wouldn't they, say that. Well, well, that that's what I was saying though. They don't need to take away anything. They just need right. to add. They just need to add. They just need to add to their current library. They, they they're a business, and they have to realize that if you're not making money or not making enough money, and you keep cutting off consoles early, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You keep coming out new consoles early, you're cutting off consoles mid life cycle to drop a new one. Something's not working. And and you're gonna need to get into the same space that PlayStation and Microsoft is, but you have to have your own spin on whatever mature thing you're coming out with. But you know? hold up, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But Nintendo has always had that five-year thing. It was PlayStation and Xbox that want to drag out longer span. So they're not cutting their lifespan. They're just doing what they normally do. I don't well, agree with that. What is that? Think, what is that? I don't end? agree with that. Is it going to be a handheld or a hybrid? What like I still don't know. It's what a hybrid. I, I think it's pretty confirmed at this point, based off that patent. So it's a console that you can take around. You it's can, like, like no, it? there's like a. It's actually like two separate pieces of hardware. Oh, yeah. Apparently, it, right? apparently, you could like plug in. You could dock the handheld into the console, and then I, the console will actually uses will actually use the handheld's processing power. See, I kind of, I kind of look at it like um, the way the way the Surface Book is, but in terms of like gaming with a console, like with the Surface Book, um, when you have it plugged into the keyboard, it uses the uh, the GPU, the CPU that's in the keyboard, yeah, the keyboard fully functional, yeah. everything like that. But mm -hmm. then you could pull the screen off, and, and it, it can still do, yeah, it, it, you can still do something with it. So where you can like. Um, I don't know if it's going to have like downloaded games or whatnot, but you can literally pull that portable off and still play a portable game with the game that you bought for the NX. That's what I. That's what I'm like gathering from all the information. Um, I just told I just told my kids about that today, and uh, the two oldest, the 12 year old and the 10 year old, they looked at me with big eyes, like they were like, "Ooh, that sounds really I, cool." I'd be so, excited too. The one thing I give. Nintendo respect to is the handheld market. They dominated it. They got it right. They know what they know what they're doing in that space. You look at that handheld market, that's what the Wii should be. That's what the Wii U should have been. What they're doing for 3DS is what they should have done for the Wii U. You know, you look at how many games is on there, you look at how many um RPGs is on there, there's a ton of games on there. And third the party games. Yeah, games. It's, it's crazy. Like, they, they got it right with that. But for some apparent reason, console-wise, I just think they're just missing... They're missing a ship in their in their army, you know? And it's a major ship. It's a battleship. They got to get it right, man. 
Okay. All right. So, I mean, I honestly hope, uh, I want the NX to be something different. I'm not sold on it at all. You know, I still don't have, like, a lot of faith in it. But, uh, I mean, it's all about the games. That's what it really comes down to. So, you know, we got to see about that. So, uh, the news that came out today about the PS2, PS4, PS2 emulation prices. Uh, about them being... So, the prices are going to range from 10 to $15, depending on the game. See... And this caused, caused a huge stir, you know, internet exploded and everything. Um, this goddamn ad. Um, what, the way I feel about it is, I feel like it should be $10 max. I'm, I'm not against... People are upset they, they have to pay at all, I think. Some people are upset they have to pay, they can't use their old disc. My thing is, being completely real, realistic, how many people out there still have fully functioning... Like I'm not saying nobody does, but who has their complete collection of PS2 discs that, that you just that I you do. just want to pop in your PS4? How many people? And and how many people have all the all the PS2 games they want to play? It's not. It's a very it's a very small group of people. It's a small it's, it's base. Unrealistic. I feel like it's a very small demographic and unrealistic. These people talking about. Because you know you you always gonna have them people that like. What are you talking about? I still have my PS2 disc. Okay. But how many people out there, Here's what the thing. Of gamers, do you really think still have their PS2 collection? Here's the thing, though. This, uh, according to Yoshida, this is an emulation. That's the problem. The problem is, is that this isn't PS2 emulation. These are just games being added to the PlayStation That's Store. That's not hardware or, emulation. Right. Like it's it's not software. It's just games that they're porting over from like the PS3. And and the crazy thing about it is that it. One of the disappointing things is that if you own it on PS3, you can't even just re-download it on PS4. You have to purchase it again. Yeah. I don't even get that yeah. logic. That's, that's that's because it's not it's not the same game. Because on P, PS2 classics on PS3, they not up. They just like 480 out ports. Okay. But on P, on yeah. PS4, they have trophy support and they fully up 1080. Okay, so, that's understandable. Yeah, it's, it's, it's technically two different versions. I was of the game. Very but, surprised to but see. This is, but isn't that not similar to what Xbox does? I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. I mean, because they kind of do the same. I mean, thing. but the games, the game, as far as, I'm, um, far as I know, the games on Xbox 360, Xbox One, they share the same like achievement list and whatnot. So it's that like, is true. They, yeah, they like the same game. I, that is true. I mean, but yeah, you just, you 360 still straight emulation. Stuff. It's it's yeah. the the X one believes that you know um oh man the the three sixty game believes it's playing on a three sixty the X one believes that the three sixty OS is an an actual game yeah all right um I don't know it, it's it's actually it's up it's up to the consumer like how much do you want to pay mm -hmm. for uh an upscaled resolution and trophies no, I honestly I think the pricing is fine and oh, really the reason being most of these games they're going to be bringing to the PS4 store. If you try to go out and buy these game in, games in the wild, you're going to be spending more than 10 to 15 in the first. Not at the pawn no shop. No way. No way. I mean, a pawn shop, yeah, but at the same time, like, first of all, you're not going to find gonna exactly to what you want at the pawn game. shops. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Okay, if, if it's there at a pawn shop, yes, it would be cheaper, but there's no guarantee. Pawn shops usually just got to be searching for like if, years. If you are fortunate enough to find the actual game you want at a pawn shop or online, you eventually 
the that <laughs> limit is going to be completely gone eventually. That yeah. and nobody, you know, that wants to use this feature is going to be able to find a physical disc. So, like I said, the price is wrong. I feel like it should be less. But the whole thing about I want to put my PS2 disc in, ah, eh. Because people are confused. They look at what you can do with 360. You could take your 360 disc and throw it in there and play the game. They they want to do the same thing for PS2, but I mean that's a bit of a stretch. And that's two generations ago. And that's two generations ago. Yeah, exactly. Just last I mean they they it's just like I said, it's two different methods of bringing y'all old games. And at the end of the day, it's just what you wouldn't like. Dude says is what you wouldn't pay for. If you're not willing to pay fifteen dollars for one of your favorite games, a classic game, don't buy the motherfucker. But then you the one gonna be suffering at the end because you're gonna be sitting up there with the stupid I, face. I think it's fully justified. Like you know, the PS2 is the generation before the three. So they're putting out older, harder to find games that you yeah. otherwise probably wouldn't be able to play in the first place unless you did some serious time, you know, uh, hunting and stuff like that. So it's just convenience. And then, of course, not to mention, you know, the whole resolution upscales. Like they're they're not even like ports or anything like that. Like they're actual PS4 games. They're I will say this into PS4 games. I will say this. PS4 for game. When I play Star Wars, the PS2 logo shows up. When I'm playing like the old no, Star no, I mean it's like you know you put the whole oh. trophy support and it has share play and all that. Like it, wow. it's fully featured PS4 titles is what I'm saying. So you know that's how you to justify because those features were never available in the PlayStation 2. Exactly. So they're putting like want, extra you, effort into these. If we're gonna compare them, which everybody has been doing this generation, even with the 360 games, like you have uh, the DVR functionality in the X1 and everything can be used with the 360 titles. And the people who have the 360 discs can put it in and still use the X1 features on the 360 games. Now, the trophies and everything, because, you know, PlayStation 2 didn't have those, that's cool. I, I believe, like, it's up to the consumer to, you know, to think whether or not it's worth $15 for that upscaled resolution and to have trophies added to your PlayStation 2 game. I think people will look at it from the perspective that it's it'll be worth it. I just don't think some of the games are worth fifteen dollars. Yeah, no. The but you know, not, not, not all, not all. But, but you know what? Like, Dark Cloud definitely is. is you know what's you know what's crazy though? Not worth fifteen dollars, man. You know what's crazy? <laughs> GTA San Andreas PS2 Classic on PS3 is fifteen dollars, and guess what? It's a port. A lot of these games were fifteen dollars, and nobody said a goddamn word about them. But now that they on the PS4, everybody got a problem. But I mean, it's a generation like, later, though. You, it, you like things go down with age, like prices but, drop. But they're adding more at the same. Yeah, time. they're at, they're adding more, and like we just not gonna sit here and act like they they don't not putting in any work. Like this actually takes effort. Like of course, if it was just saying that. Of, yeah, I'm just I can see if it was a push of a button and they they just get straight benefits. Like they actually working on these. Like. I, still, I, mean, I, just, I just don't understand what's up with like. All right, so they gotta make up their mind. Are they gonna do these backwards compatible? Are they gonna do PlayStation now? Or are they gonna do remaster? They gonna do everything. All of them. Yeah, they're gonna do Sony, everything. Man. Sony, the difference like, what the between hell? Sony is, last gen and this gen is Sony is about making that dough. They are making. They're trying to make. They have whatever to whatever money they can make. They are doing it. They're not trying to give anything free. They're not handing out anything. They're not looking for ways to give away anything. Sony definitely trying to rebound. That's you can. That's obvious. That is definitely yeah, obvious. Doing well, like, yeah. you guys, they're, they're, they're trying to push. They're trying to do everything to that like limit 
that okay, you, they this like, is like at most what we can get away with. They're trying to see the <laughs> get away with without pretty much releasing like without doing a replay of the PS3 at six hundred dollars. But they're doing that with everything else they release, pushing it exactly wise, to the limit. Business wise, it's like their 360. Like 360 was not like 360 had everything behind a paywall. Like they're not giving you anything for free. They really aren't. Like they their business model this generation has been about making money and they have the install base to do it. And someone did bring up a good point. GTA San Andreas on PC is fifteen dollars. Exactly. On Steam, that's fifteen dollars. And that's because it comes with mods and four K. And yeah, t- <laughs> yeah, you can go to four K. <laughs> with that, so it is a little different, but that's why I said at most it should be ten dollars. And that shit that, got online. Yeah, so at most it should be ten dollars, but they're actually they're actually staying competitive with what old digital games go for. Like these old digital games, that's the price you'll see them for on Steam is like ten, five, ten, fifteen dollars. I don't mind the five bucks. I just think that five fifteen bucks, is a yeah, good But I guess I mean indie games are fifteen. Wait, hold on. Are these games? Did somebody say they're gonna have share play? They yeah. got every feature. Yeah, they're going to have share oh, yeah, play. They're, they're going to the support live from Can you can you can you share play any of your PlayStation Two games? Absolutely. Damn it! Well, if you share play a PlayStation Four a game, it just drops down to PS Two quality anyway. that's added. I mean, you can't share play a 1080p 60 frame per second, but I guess that's PS Two quality. I never share played anything yet. I've never used that. I sure play before. It's all right. Both of y'all gotta have a decent upload speed. I'm, I'm not trying to share shit with nobody. I, I'm just selfish. <laughs> yeah, you're you a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, it says the guy that sold somebody a break P, a broken PS4. Oh shit! Oh, PS4 is fully functioning, sir. I, I explained this already. That's the story. <laughs> that PS4 is fully functioning, and that man has my number. He can call me anytime. <laughs> he took it out the box. It's just rattling. EBG. You can come. You can call me anytime you want. He gonna get no refund, but I was taking like a bomb, bro. <laughs> that was <laughs> funny. PS4. Um, but yeah, this uh, I, I there's there's a few games I could see myself. Only a few get PS2 games I could see myself paying fifteen dollars for. And a lot of people who are complaining about you know that whole can I get a discount if I already own the game are the people who probably don't own the game. Exactly. Yeah, so you'd have to pay for it that price anyway. So I don't know why you. Who the fuck bought PS? First of all, if you bought PS Classics, PS One Classics, take your L right now. You should be ashamed of yourself. I'm not playing no fucking 480i games in 2014, 2015. I'm not doing it, bro. I'm just not. And then also, you gotta remember, it's in the luxury of your own home. You're gonna go out to the pawn shop and go from pawn shop to pawn shop to find what you're looking for. You already done spending fifteen dollars right yeah, there. Yeah, gas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, guys, guys, another another thing you gotta think of is you gotta think of where Sony wants to go with the PlayStation brand. Anyway, you know eventually what they want to do is a streaming service, and they want to attach it to their their TVs and whatnot. They don't really want to take a step back and have somebody you know grabbing the old discs. They they want. They want people to get familiar with with the streaming, the downloading, yeah, and stuff like that, online. because that's where they want to go. They want to eventually not even give you hardware, just have the PlayStation as a streaming service. They've said yeah. that before. Yeah, that's, no, the future, that's, that's the future, bro. That's the future. Everybody gonna be doing that. Nintendo so, too. Separate thing about uh, you know, price and games. I said this when we was uh, when I was uh, you know, we was on Uncharted. Out, me and Hard Eight and Jack. Um, you know, I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to be like insensitive, but like regarding Battlefront, 
and you know just relating it to how pricing uh, people relate pricing to to games I feel like people don't like Battlefront for two reasons one because EA EA and Dice makes it and let's be real as soon as EA and Dice Dice make anything these motherfuckers could you know just make out make a fucking teddy bear with a smiley face and everybody will hate it just because it has EA on it people just hate it for no reason and I'm gonna keep it real, Joe. I think some people just fucking broke. Some motherfuckers just don't got no money. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be real. I think some people just like six sixty dollars. Like the game does not lack content in my. And if if you look at it as a standalone, it doesn't lack content. does not lack content. That so whole thing I don't understand is like you can complain about a sixty dollar game, but spend like a hundred dollars throughout the year buying. No, no. Uh, like uh, like you know, like oh, is it currency and shit like that for the game? I don't, I yeah, don't just think buy sixty dollars for a game. I don't think the base price is the problem that people are having. I think the problem comes with the season pass being fifty dollars, and they feel that if they buy the game, they they feel like they need all the content in the season pass because it's gonna split the player pool. Yeah, he has always done that's yeah, but he has done that since like the original. Like battlefields, like three yeah. battlefields ago. But off the but off the rip, they telling you like, hey fam, this ain't sixty dollars. It's a hundred and ten dollars, like some shit like that. So I mm. I think that's where the angst is coming from right now. But the thing is, that's not fair because because games like Call of Duty, every time they drop a Call of Duty, there's like a fifty dollar season pass, and you get on average what four maps, like four map packs. I mean, but that's, and then with Battlefield, they support their with Battlefield though with with the dice games. They still putting out maps for Battlefield Four, and that's and on one. That's on one out. season pass, right? Yeah, for, for, the premium. Yeah. yeah, you get one. Yo, you get one season pass, right? For for Battlefield Four, you get content for like a whole year after that. You, it's not like you you gotta keep paying. They actually support their game, so I just don't see the problem. Like I, I don't I don't know why people complaining. I just think I'm gonna keep it real with you. I think some of y'all just broke. Y'all don't got no money. I'm sorry, I just had to say it. it. It's just what you wouldn't have paid for at the end of the day. That's what everything, though, but... Listen, people people drop $60 for a broken game, and, you know, you don't don't see them complaining as much when you get a working game for $60. Okay, there's 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 a season pass, but you get these broken games... That run at twenty frames per second on these consoles, but y'all eat that shit up. So I don't, I ain't buying all these excuses. And Star Wars launch with no problems. Like, I I ain't buying it, man. Cause y'all y'all waste sixty dollars on way worse shit. So I, I ain't buying y'all excuses. <laughs> when I see y'all the type of shit y'all support and the type of shit y'all drop. I mean, a lot of, there's there's more reasons than that though. Some people want a single player campaign. Some people want features that were in the previous Battlefronts that aren't in this one. You know, there's no space battles and stuff like that. Like there's there's legitimate reasons. And and like I said, like the the lack of content, bruh, the the game you call in lack of has a lack of content. Do you realize it has more content? Than most games that are dropped. Like I was looking at all these other multiplayer games that I play, and the, and the shit they launch with, they launch with half the shit that Battlefront launches with. So why aren't y'all complaining about the rest of these games that launch with like eight maps and like three modes? Where's the where's the complaining? Of? Where's the complaining about that? Where's that at? I don't see I don't see y'all bitching about that. But You're Battlefront come out with like sixteen maps and like eight modes, and everybody wants to have a heart attack because. Mainly because it's EA, man. Y'all can get that shit out of here. Y'all can go somewhere with that. I ain't buying that. 
Y'all gonna complain about EA, what EA does? Y'all better be complaining about everything else, because EA gave gave you way more content than what these other sixty dollar games be get, giving you. So, hmm. I mean, if you paying sixty dollars for brand new games still, I'm gonna need you to take another L because y'all need to get down to Best Buy and join that goddamn game club. club. <laughs> Yo, nigga, you work for Best Buy, so like you. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, bro. You spend thirty dollars, you getting twelve dollars off top of every. New I know. Game I, got, you got, I, I got it. I got it too. I know. For all them dudes that buy them Amiibos, you get money off of that too. Yeah. <laughs> oh lord. You'll be dumb not to buy it. Well, me, me and my wife, we, uh, we buy digital and we do the game share between our, our X ones. And um, right now, when it comes to multiplayer, like uh, me and her, all we've been doing is killing Halo. And we have a single player campaign. We have the arena online with big team battle. Um, you know, the four v four. Then we have Warzone. And every month, they're coming out with new maps. Uh, Every weekend, we vote on uh, new playlists to get our, a, a new CSR on. So yeah. there's going to, you know, three, four, Just three, a reminder. They, sorry they are, to interrupt you. They are killing it. Just a reminder, Halo 5 doesn't have a season pass. No, no. <laughs> hey, uh, Xbox, can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah, go ahead, man. How many times has your wife murdered kids move on Halo 5 yet? <laughs> Actually, we got video footage. Yo, <laughs> only once. Yo, he go, he, yo I'm not even going to lie. He goes after her, yo. Like, I do oh, not go after her. He her. sees her with the, with the, with the pink yeah, spot. He goes after her, yo. <laughs> the, the spawn in is broke. Every time she responds, she was right there. Like, oh. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny? People talk about the, the, the spawn in being broke on Halo. I have no problem with it, though. I have no problem. You know problem what I'm saying? Either. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know what terrible. people are talking. I have no problem with it. Maybe you know, people need to be a little bit more observant when when you know their Spartan comes back up. You know, yeah. you can usually catch. This is one of the times I've spawned right in the four people. Really? <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh wow! I've never had that issue spawning. I think the problem that people have is the radar. Is that um, you got to be pretty close. To be the pop on the radio compared to previous Halos, where you can be at a distance, but if you're in the vicinity, you see the little red dot. In Halo 5, if you're not like within a five foot radius, you will not see them coming up on you to like the last second. And they'll either assassinate you. And I think they did that for assassination, so you can get close enough to assassinate yeah. them or charge them and things like that. So it's pretty dope. It's pretty Speaking cool. of uh, Halo and season passes and all of that stuff, people can claim they're being raped on. Well, it ain't going away because uh, y'all supporting it. Man, right? I'll be with you. <laughs> That's the exact reason shit ain't going nowhere, fam. <laughs> this is the only this this right here is the one thing I don't. I mean, I don't have an issue with. I have an issue. With I don't that. either. I don't no either. Issue. I'm just saying people. I'll need tell to you why. Them. And the reason why I say that is because of the simple fact that every single thing in that game you can earn in game. Oh, you can earn a lot of things, especially in 2K, too, but ain't nobody playing fair there. <laughs> but, I mean, here's my thing. Like, for example, you can get a gold pack for 10,000 rec points. Getting 10,000 rec points is easy, but you just have people who just don't feel like going yo, through the process of playing. Yo, they, but the they thing just that, came out, that really don't even game, like, they come yo. home straight from work and just buy it. Everything. Yeah, but, but, but they give you. But you know, at least the option is there. It's an option, and that's. So check thing. this out. The HCS, the HCS pack is eighty. That's the new one, right? It's yeah, eighty thousand. Right? Between 000, me and my, between me and my wife, we we went in two days, two days, not even like whole days or whatever. We earned eighty thousand rec points. Mm -hmm. We um we sold extra stuff that we uh weren't using in Warzone. Mm -hmm. uh, extra cards, stuff like that. 
we we got um we each got the ACS uh rec packs and now we have what uh two basically tonight and tomorrow to do it again to get like cuz um if you buy another one uh it'll it'll offer you um rare or higher on like customization like the rare armors, legendary armors, stuff like they, that. They needed so, some goddamn colors. <laughs> the colors in that game is horrendous. But yo, it's uh one thing I, I've been hearing a lot is about the pay to win. It's not a pay it's to win. It's not a pay to win, win at all. It's not a pay to win at all. All right, you yeah. have to you have to achieve you have to achieve these levels in Warzone to, to be able to bring this stuff out. Like t- for me to get my tank, I have to get a rec level six. All right, that's getting close to the end of the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I have to I have to get headshots. I have to take over bases. I have to. You know, game hit, hit up bosses, stuff like that. You actually have to have skill in yeah. order to get up to rec levels. The game is that Warzone is based on skill. It's uh, it's difficult because there's a lot going on. There's grenades flying. There's people shooting at you from all type of different directions. But if you can get enough kills in that game and you can stay alive long enough, you'll you'll start to rank up and you start opening up all types of weapons and vehicles. That's why people love it. You could walk out there with a mantis and be the only person on the field with a mantis just wrecking people yes, if you sir. get enough kills. And that's what's going <laughs> to So it's definitely not a pay to win. I think people just look at Halo and see microtransactions and think of Microsoft and just begin to hate. And um, really, it's an option. You don't have to do it. You can play the game and get everything you need in the game. Yeah, I haven't spent a dime, dude. You should see how many armor sets, how many helmets, how many um, different weapons I have for Warzone. I haven't spent a dime. On the game, so yeah, so, I, yeah, so I don't have problem with microtransactions as long as you can unlock them in game, um, you know. And it was like a, I, I feel like I feel like it was a little bit of a flame bait article. It came out and re- uh, reported that Rise of the Tomb Raider will have three, like three hundred microtransactions. Everybody went crazy because you know people thought that you can the things in the single player you would have to you could be able to buy all that stuff, but it wasn't, it didn't affect the yeah. single player at all. It's all for expeditions. Yeah, it was all for expedition. So people went crazy for that when the article never stated that. When I got the game, I was actually looking for the microtransactions. That's like, what I was doing. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck are these microtransactions at? I was trying to figure out how to use the cards in the single player. Yeah. yeah. Same here. And I didn't even, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, so that's fine. I got much. no problem with that. So, you know, but microtransactions, season passes, and paid DLC, they ain't going nowhere because, listen, y'all supporting it. They making <laughs> money from it. They they made a million dollars. That's like a whole nother game. That's like releasing a whole nother well, game. The yeah, concept of those things aren't necessarily bad. It's just that most of the time they're Correct. implemented in very, like, crummy, like, yeah, like, shitty ways. Like, Batman did it wrong. Batman's a ripper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell hard eight that. No, I didn't even know that, that shit had microtransactions. That DLC is a complete ripoff. Like, one, some of those missions, uh, like Nightwing, I think I, I think I told you that before, I was watching somebody play play it, and it was like 12 minutes long, and I was like, oh, he must, must be a second part. I went to the end of the video, this nigga was done. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I think the issue is is that we all grew up on having games, uh, game content to unlock after you beat the game to continue, and we know that some of that DLC is on the game. You're just paying to unlock it, and um, I think if if one person, kind of like Witcher. You know, it's like you have this content, and they're just giving you this extra content. I think that if you 
can find a developer that brings it back to back in the day where it's like, all right, I beat this game, and now I'll unlock this new area or this new place within the game, then I can continue to play. People will really enjoy it um, and just try to get away from DLC. But DLC makes money because the games cost more to make nowadays. So yep. this DLC and well, this, this microtransactions is helping them create more content. I think I think another thing you got to look at is, like, these developers... Um, you know, there a lot of developers have have gone out of business. Basically, they've had you know yeah, really good games. Studios. And <laughs> you got to look back at the whole pre-owned business thing that you know GameStop started and stuff like that. And you know, devs aren't getting the same amount of money for for their games for the same for a longer amount of time because after a while, people are just like I'll, I'll grab it pre-owned at GameStop or whatever. Yeah, so I, I, I think about that a while back. I think the devs came up with, a, especially like I'm using Halo as an example because the, the microtransactions, like I said, it's not a pay to win. It works. Everybody's happy. I my my family like we we go through these um these matches just to build up our rec points or whatnot, and everybody's like, yo, come see, I got, I'm op- I'm opening like three goals or something like that, and it's it's something that works for them to make their money that they would be losing. Because of the whole pre-owned business as well. Well, I can you know tell you this: that that BG, pack... why are you let these people irritate you, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I know is is that those those rec pack points that people are buying is it did what it's supposed to do because they got a two million dollar pot for this new Halo tournament that they coming out they got coming yeah. out, and that's all from money that people contributed to buying rec packs, and that's just insane. That is insane. Oh, well, they're giving back to the community. There ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> is. But if you um, but just to finish up, it's crazy to talk about publishers and like them paying for DLC. When you look at the industry, there's like maybe five or six major publishers now. You got like Nintendo, you got Sony, you got Microsoft, you got EA, Activision, Ubisoft, WB. And- they post. I mean, they are in 2K. I want to say 2K. Those are like the big dogs in the industry, where they have like sub studios that we all know about that are now under them. So it's it's pretty crazy, especially EA. EA has a lot of small studios. Yeah. You know, so it's like those are like the big dogs in the industry, and um, all the other studios that couldn't make money off their games that because they flopped or nobody bought them, they're all gone. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, um, next thing we go jump to is, uh, Oshokyo, real quick. So, someone told me that Project M was. What happened to that? Uh, they had to stop development of it. Was it because of Nintendo? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's weird. Yes, and bags. Uh, they didn't. They didn't get. Uh, <laughs> they didn't get a cease and desist from them, but they did it so that they wouldn't get a cease and desist. What? Well, what is Project M? It's a uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl mod to make Brawl play more like Melee. Yeah. Mm. And it has its own like competitive scene. You know, it has tournaments. It gets streamed and stuff like that. And they finally stopped developing it because they were told that Nintendo was ready to like pretty much drop the hammer on them if they didn't stop. So yeah, ready to drop (laughs) anybody for doing anything with their content, man. Nothing, bro. It's it's a it's a Japanese thing. Like it really is. Sony don't do that. 
<laughs> Sony, Sony's not Japanese. I mean, they are, but you know what I mean by that. They're very, <laughs> yeah, they're very, they're very in tune with, They're progressive you know, Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo's conservative yeah. Japanese. Yeah, they're they're Nintendo's like traditional Japanese. Sony lets mm. they let you get Sony let, let Sony and Microsoft let you get away with anything with their content pretty much as long as you ain't like breaking embargo dates by like ten days. But but you can do anything with their content and not worry about getting flagged. Shit, you can't even post Nintendo stuff on YouTube. Oh no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> These no, dudes are like that's crazy. They 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 drop that hammer hard on you, man. That's why that's another reason. It's like I really want Nintendo to work with Hololens just to have a Pokemon game. Like I literally would buy a Hololens just to play Pokemon and see Pikachu on the floor. <laughs> so crazy. So, but how is um this new Smash on the competitive scene? Is it like is it competitive or people? Because every tournament I still see people. The competitive scene like Evo and all the other tournaments. It's still just melee because they didn't make the any other game competitive after that. Uh, Smash Four has its scene and it's it's pretty sizable, yeah. But it's not as big as melee, and people will still always prefer to watch melee because yeah. Smash Four was like completely casualized. Mm. <laughs> Damn. That nigga so confused to play that shit, man. <laughs> This feels disgusting. <laughs> okay. Um, a question from... Uh, I'm getting to a few questions from Twitter. Uh, someone asked, are there any games that... Any game or game genre that you want to get into, but you, like, you've tried and you, you just can't? Hmm. MOBAs. No, for me, RTSs. I haven't tried yet, but Persona... Like in particular. Repeat the question again. I'm sorry. Any game or genre that you like want to get into, if you try it and you try to, but you can't. I still don't understand what that what the what Persona is as a game. It's an Bruh, RPG. It's game a JRPG. Bro, I've looked at gameplay and I still don't understand what. <laughs> are you, are you looking at the right gameplay? Because there's a dancing one. <laughs> no, no, you're looking at the dancing one, man. I don't know. That's, That's probably that what you do. But, but if you want a good Persona, jump into uh, Persona Five. I don't even know what the game is. What what is what is even that genre? It's a it's R, it's an RPG. It's 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 a good RPG with like a really good story plot to it. It's kind of it's kind of that that thing that makes you think. Has a lot of side stuff too. Like, yeah, you can actually like go to classes and. Look, JRPGs are just shit. Twenty two years. <laughs> I cannot play tactics games. Like I love Final Fantasy. I cannot play Final Fantasy Tactics. I can't play. I can't play Tactics. I know. I, I try. I try my best. Like I went out, last generation. I bought um, oh man, what is that? Two K, not two K. That Take Two strategy game with the with the um aliens. X. No, in the sci-fi. Oh, XCOM. XCOM. I tried playing that game. That's though. that's a that's, that's a different type of tactics. Though. XCOM is one of the easy ones. I couldn't I couldn't get into it. Like I got kind of far, but then I just lost all interest. I can't get into okay. tactics games. It's one XCOM. Like there's there's my problem is I can get into the genre, but if the concept isn't there, then I can't get into it. Like I can get into an RTS, but if it's an RTS with fairies and and trolls yeah. and dungeons <laughs> and dragons, I can't play that shit. Nah, if, nah. if you make it like a World War II RTS or something like that, then I can get into it. There goes that maturity in you again. Can you play something like Valkyria Chronicles? What is it what? called? Valkyria Chronicles. Oh, uh, I've, yeah, I've seen. That. I've uh, I actually think I got it on PC, but yeah. Um, I probably I, wouldn't be able to get into it. I'm a traditional kid. Like I, I grew up on my favorite game of all time is Chrono Trigger. The 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 first company that comes back out or the first console that gets Chrono Trigger, I'm gonna lose my mind. 
whoever remakes it or, or remasters it or whatever. I love Chrono Trigger. Um, but I mean, I, I played a ton of RPGs growing up, so I'm a big fan of just, you know, whether it's action-based RPGs or, you know, um, turn-based RPGs. Like, I love Grandia. They were, like, one of the first... Um, one of the first RPGs to implement the time system where an enemy would come across a bar and if you hit them right at the right time, you can actually reset their attack. And um, I remember playing that on Dreamcast. And um, they don't have those games now. You look at Final Fantasy VII that they just released and people are upset that this Why? game is not... Why? Right, I bet you hate not, that. It's not Why? I'm, a, I'm a big Final Fantasy guy. It's still somewhat time-based. If you look at the trailer, if you look at the trailer well enough, they at first I did my reaction video and I wasn't paying attention until somebody brought it up to me. They have to make it the way that they, it is right now to draw more of an audience to it. The audience, I, the audience that loves so, Final man. Fantasy right now, the original with that turn base, it wouldn't work and sell the way Final Fantasy VII is going to sell because of how the battle system has changed. I think if you're you're trying to sell it to casuals, probably. But, I mean, I, I think that the game is going the route of Kingdom Hearts, and I think that's the right way to do it if you're going to do it. I don't think you I can have a hybrid of turn-based in action. I, I, don't, re I don't really agree with that, because I feel like, like, like the reason why the remake is being made is because that fans of that specific game have right. been asking for years. So, like, you don't have to change it to get it to sell, because the reason why you made it in the first place is because you saw millions and millions of people asking you to do it. I think they should just left it. Like the way it was. I Not that this looks right. bad. I think it looks cool, but yeah. when people are asking for a remake of a game, obviously they want the game to play. The turn the base. The turn base had magic to it. I don't know what it was, but it was there was definitely some magic. Turn base to was it. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I think they I knew they had a hard time watching the trailer, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I think they knew they could do it because, all right, we can appeal to these new people. And even though we changing the system, these people so die hard. Even though they ain't gonna like yeah. the change, they gonna get it anyway. Yeah. So maybe I, I think they knew that. Um, so we will get into the game awards uh, and the PlayStation experience. Before that, so uh, the I think it's Brian Horton, the director of at, at Crystal Dynamics for yeah. Tomb Raider. Mm -hmm. So Tomb Raider has been kind of like you know called out on its sales and everything because it apparently didn't do uh, as well as the predecessor, and that's their fault. Well, this they decided is... to make it on one platform. Well, I mean, if they didn't make it on one platform, you wouldn't get the game you have today. Yeah, I don't think that's... I, I don't agree with that statement. Why not? Where would because... they get the money? Square wasn't paying them. Square wasn't giving them the funds. That's the whole reason why Microsoft wound up getting it in the first place. Yeah. It's it's weird because... I, I don't know. I don't know whether to, whether to actually say the game wouldn't exist if they didn't get the money from Microsoft. I don't know. I'm not right. saying the game wouldn't exist. I'm saying you I wouldn't mean, have the game that's out that has if, all the not like they, the way it's built. You wouldn't have that. Particular if they would have went to Sony and asked them for money to fund their game and said we they, would make it exclusive for a year, I think Sony would have gave the money. I think they reached out to Sony first. Sony didn't. Sony's not handing. <laughs> yeah, Sony's the well, We don't. We don't. We don't <laughs> know that though. This is that's speculation. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's Sony speculation from what I heard. Most people I spoke to. I don't know. It, so. Uh, somebody, you know, pretty much called out the, you know, the dev team about it and the poor sales, saying that that's why they shouldn't have done the deal with Microsoft. Mm -hmm. um, and pretty much he answered saying they're happy with the sales. Uh, he said the dev team is not responsible for sales, and therefore we t we look to reviews and releasing on time to gauge performance. <clears throat> he said well, we accomplished our goals. 
Uh, the press considers Rise of the Tomb Raider a high-quality game based on the score. So pretty much he's saying that him and the team just you know mainly care that it was a good game and yeah. not so much about the sales, and they're happy with the sales. The thing I don't agree with is... I don't believe there Sorry, is no I way. Jump in right quick, some dude named Aaron C. That Sony don't have money. Just so you know, Sony just closed a hundred and sixty-five million dollar deal buying up Toshiba sensors. So be careful what you say, because they still oh. got money. Oh, who said? Who said what? Now what the some hell? Dude, they some, say, some, dude, some dude said that Sony don't got money, and he got people agreeing with him. Oh, I don't know who said. Hey, that. Dark Cloud, work for Sony, bro. Y'all better stand down. Man, that's Sony. <laughs> that, that Sony is broke thing can be thrown around. Like, are they in the best position? Absolutely not. They ain't got it like Microsoft or nobody. But you know. Yeah, I mean, I they, think they, learned, they can't be Microsoft. They can't think, be McDonald's. Look, they look. Sony has money. Don't get it twisted. All, I just think that they're investing in certain things that they're not trying to invest in. You know, taking on. <laughs> Third-party projects like that, depending on what it I mean, is, and what's going to. But you know, to be fair, to basically, be fair. basically in a nutshell, Sony is not wasting money on things that could fall off again. Wait a minute, wait a minute, I got to step in again. Sony <laughs> has a thing called pub funding. Now, a lot of these games that I always talk about, y'all get sick of hearing me talking about them, like two. I mean, not two, right? Like Hotline Miami and shit, like uh, Guacamelee, Velocity 2, and shit like that. If you don't know, Sony fully funded all of those games. They give independent developers up to so, five. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, well, you want to They gave those publishers <laughs> half a million. They gave those publishers half a million dollars to make those games. So, if I, they're willing to give these indie devs that aren't proven, because uh, the people that made Velocity Two X, they was making, they was literally making PlayStation Minis the year before that. They ended up making one of the best games of 2014 after that with the help of Sony and the half a million dollars that they allotted them. Hey, so Swank I, Gaming, you do realize how much money Samsung paid Sony to get PlayStation now on their TV, right? And and the thing is, when you start <laughs> broke, a company like Sony, they could be broke and still have a fucking three, four billion dollars. Like, broke and financial big companies, and they'll still have a lot of fucking money. Yeah, they have money they can throw around. Yeah, exactly. Work, they have money they can work with, at least. But um, going back to the you know the whole thing about Tomb Raider, right, the whole thing about um, whether the deal was um, worth it or uh, everything like that, the thing I don't agree with and makes no sense, and I think it's just complete PR. He's just, you know, kind of being a PR person right now. He said they're happy with the sales, right? When it sold mm-hmm. like three hundred thousand, maybe like maybe what? Maybe it's around seven hundred thousand. Now, we both know that's bullshit because what? Square Square Enix or Square just they are greedy as fuck. If they don't sell like four or five million of something, they're not happy. Here's the thing. Let me just interject right, for a second. Let me interject for a second. Let's just, let's just get this clear. First of all, the, Square Enix was not giving Crystal Dynamics the money to make the game that Crystal Dynamics wanted to make. Yeah. Microsoft, standards of right. Microsoft, Microsoft stepped in and financially took care of the game. Microsoft stepped in and financially took care of the marketing. That's true, yes. They're not losing. Square is not losing any money off this game. They're already paid. Crystal Dynamics is already paid. 301000 in this gen, in this generation, is actually not bad considering it came out between Fallout, Call of Duty, and Halo Five and Star Wars. Considering that, yeah. Right, considering that, right? The 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 next time it releases on PC is in six months. This game will still sell throughout all of twenty fifteen. I don't know why people act like 
the game won't sell after the holiday season. Well, like, no one's one saying that they're not making any day. money. To close a deal, you have to pay that well, off. Well, they, they didn't lose any money. Yeah, like, exactly. Right. No what one's I'm saying, saying that they're losing any money or not making any money. The game I'm was already paid is, for. But what I'm saying is, is that just because the game did not sell in the millions immediately doesn't mean that it's a failure or that yeah. it's not making money. No, it's not everything, a failure. Everything takes time. Just like, look, when when a game like Bloodborne came out or a game like Until Dawn came out, those games didn't drop a million the first day they came out. It took time for those games to get yeah. to where they are. The same thing will happen with Tomb Raider. When January hits... February hits and people want to play Tomb Raider, even if it drops in price, you're still making bank on that money. I mean, off that game. And that's what will wind up happening with Tomb Raider. Yeah, Eventually, they hit in the millions. I agree with that. What I don't agree with is them acting like they're completely pleased with the sales though, well, right now. Like, that's the that's what I'm talking about when it comes to Square. They're not pleased no, with the sales. No, but that's 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 Brian Horton and Crystal Dynamics. That's Crystal Dynamics. They didn't, Square, have, they didn't have anything to do with that. Yeah, Square right, didn't have it because they didn't publish the game. They're Square ain't told game. them to do that. Like they didn't have a choice. Like they just owned the game. Yeah, yeah. They just own IP. They so. they took the stance. Uh, I'm not gonna say that they don't care about sales completely, but they took the stance of a developer. Like that game is their baby. They wanted to see the review scores. They wanted to see what people were saying about their hard work and such. I'm not saying that they're not gonna care about sales at all, but they're looking. That you know, devs have the game was an excellent game, and it should have been contender for game of the year. I don't understand how it didn't get in, but it's yeah, I, I said that definitely. I don't know how it was nominated. That didn't make sense. To the me. game looked that good. I actually went out and bought it, and I was gonna wait for the PC version. I mean, yeah. Yeah. that didn't a... make. Oh, no, I'm just saying like Crystal <laughs> Dynamics is getting blamed for shit that Square did. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I'm I'm guilty of it too. I got mad like fuck Crystal Dynamics for this shit, but it's Square doing it, man. So my whole I mean, thing is, that what he felt, you know what I mean? As well, as long as people keep the same stance with Street Fighter Five, because Xbox ain't oh, even yeah. getting Street Fighter Five. Yep, Not that don't even make sense to me. You're only getting six characters when the game released. That damn show don't make no sense to me, so I, I I just don't even get that at all. What about Street Fighter? It's supposed to be only released with six characters when it drops. Six? six oh, oh, no, it's, it's, it's 16. I think oh, it's 16. Oh, shit. Shoki is about to come characters. back to YouTube. Yeah, I think it's 16, right? Yeah, no. The the six characters they showed was the were the additional. Yeah, yeah. Era okay. but it's No, it's launching with way more than six. Okay. It's 16. Yeah, it's like 16 or something. They always did that. But the reason I was calling out Square because you, if you remember two years ago, um, Square, Tomb Raider sold like four or five million, and Square yeah. Enix was like, eh, "We're not happy with that." I'm like, "What well, the fuck?" Yeah, they lost their mind on that. Well, no, they were they they going broke at that point. I think that I think it sold like seven million total across all platforms, including Xbox One and PS4. Oh, uh, definitive. Yeah, so they were upset about that so if you if you're upset about the game selling that much back then and they were making bad choices that's why they were like you know i guess not, I guess reinvestigating money. Right, right. That, not, yeah. That was so. back when they were going broke, and then Sony had to bail them out because they mm-hmm. had bought some of their stocks, and then they had sold the stock, and that's how Square Enix got back on their feet. Then a couple of months or years after that, they did the. Uh, they did the opposite for Sony and helped them out. So. People also have to remember that game was supposed to launch against Uncharted. Like yeah. with Uncharted. Yeah, it was. Uncharted got pushed back because they felt that it wouldn't have sold as much competing with Uncharted as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of factors into what happened then compared to now. So you can't look at it in hindsight. And 
allegedly, according to Michael Pactor, not that he's completely credible or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Not that he's credible or anything. We should do anything he says. But he believes wherever he concocts this number that Microsoft paid at least ten million for a Rise of the Tomb Raider exclusivity. That's, That's not bad. That's actually cheap. Yeah. That's actually cheap. Be honest with you. According to him. I heard five and I heard ten, so I don't That's know. not bad, ten million. That's not bad. Yeah. My whole thing, like, yeah, it's just that as a developer, I would, if I was a developer, I would just want, more, like, a lot more people to play my game, especially when it deserves it. I, I personally don't like when games that deserve attention don't get it, like like Rise of the Tomb Raider. But, but go my, back, there's, I mean, Crystal Dynamics is a developer, and, like, they didn't have a choice. Like, yeah, they didn't have no choice. It, 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 wasn't up, it wasn't up to them. It was up to Square, which is their parent company now. So Square they was didn't. like, hey, hey, nigga, you going to make this for Xbox One and like that shit. Yo. They were like, well, shit. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have a choice. Like, well, I, it wasn't so much Square. It was actually Crystal Dynamics. You think, it was Crystal Dynamics that wanted to make the game, not Square. Square didn't want to fund the game because they, they, of what yeah, happened the first that, time. Yeah. Crystal Dynamics was like, we need more money. Square was like, get the hell out of here. We don't. We're not giving you more money, and that's where Microsoft wound up stepping in, and they made the deal. Microsoft yeah. gave them the money to make the game that we have today. Mm-hmm. I don't think that if just 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 for example, if if Crystal Dynamics makes the the game multi-platform with what Square gave them as a budget, that game probably would be nowhere near what we have today. Half of what we don't know. How, we don't know what type of levels we would have. We don't know how big the game would be, how long it would be. We might have half a game. You don't know what type of exp- it might not have the expedition gameplay. Do you know in that game, if you play the game using Twitch, they have t- a Twitch system implemented in the game that people watching can actually get rewards and interact with the game that you're playing? I mean, that's cool. That that's sick right there. That would not be in the game because they wouldn't have the budget for it. So sometimes, just like Street Fighter Five, sometimes going with one publisher working on that particular console helps the game and getting a full budget from a particular, you know, company actually helps it than actually getting it from your own if they can't afford it. Because Square had Final Fantasy, they got other games they're working on, so who knows? Yeah. Mm. In the end, Rise of Tomb Raider is a great game. Uh, highly recommend everybody out there going and picking it up. Just saying. It is a good it's game. Amazing. Yeah. I have it around this time next year, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, man. I hear that. I'm probably going to pick back up the PC version again um, just to support that again. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, so, Dead or Alive 3 Extreme. This happened, I think, last week. So, apparently, it's being censored on uh, people. You know, the SJWs are trying to censor it because they've got all these naked girls on the cover and whatnot, and, you know... People are upset about it. Feminists are upset about it, I guess. They need to chill. Yo, they they're covered to chill. <laughs> they're covered I, I That's, heard, how, that's I how they want it to look. I'm there done. was an article that came out a while ago, and people made YouTube videos about it, but people making a big thing about Tiffa's tits, and it should be reduced for Final Fantasy Seven. Who the fuck gave a shit how big her tits were? Yeah. She was still a great character regardless. It's because the, the generation that we have today is... It's starting, it's, you're starting to have more women in it, and women true. don't want to be objectified. That's no disrespect to any women listening to the show whatsoever. But you look at look at what Tomb Raider was and what Tomb Raider is today. You know what I'm saying? That's something that they brought up in an article that I read as well. It's like you went from these short, short, having teen top wearing busty 
character to this girl that's completely covered up all the time. I mean, I mean, the setting is in winter as well, but still, you know, it's just not the same characters. And then either either way, though, she still had a major role and she was an important character throughout the entire gaming fan base, absolutely. regardless of how she looked. Right. I just don't see why that's something to be talked about. Think Dead or Alive Extreme. That's the volleyball game, correct? Yeah, uh, I think it, so. It puts a major focus on body jiggling and movement. Well, like, and they've been doing this for so long. That's, that's how you know the time. That's a Japanese game, and you know, like Japanese men, they they like looking at shit like that. Right? I don't mean yeah. like looking at shit like that. They just they emphasize shit like that. And, and people are too sensitive these days. You can't call people like man and women like, oh, you call me a man that offends me. I don't identify with that. Or a female. Like, yeah, it's just stupid, bro. I, I got into it. And, and somebody said it. Somebody said it perfect. They're a Japanese company. Like, what the fuck did you expect? They got games on the 3DS right now, like Senra and Kagura. You could pause the game and flick the chick's titties. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you got 3DS, nigga. Okay. <laughs> women don't want to be. Women don't want to be objectified anymore, man. That's just how it is today. And I, I think it, it's crazy. That's how you know the times is changing because these Dead or Alive games been been coming out for like this for how long? Years. And though. now it's a problem? Times is changing, I mean, man. Industry is changing. You are correct saying, about how, that. How is it necessarily objectifying if, like, the, the say the outfits that they're wearing are outfits that can be bought in a store, though? How, but it's not just about the saying. it's not about the outfits though, bro. We all know what the game was about. What it's always been it's about. A vol- either, it's, either way, it's, it's a, a volley game. No, you find me a volleyball tournament where these bitches is wearing jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with you. But when you have a scale and the options to increase how much jiggle you get in the boob area, yeah. bro. Hey, that's you know what that is. That's technology advancing. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Hmm. That's that's that physics right there for you. That's that phys- That's that havoc right there. You, you know, <laughs> you never. You know, I never actually took the time out to look at Lara's titties in the new Tomb Raider. Oh, I like I never took the time out to just look at them. You see, I don't even know what they look the, like. I'm about the to new Google Tomb Raider, it. man. It's all about facial expressions. You can literally see like uh, anger. You can see fear. You like it. It looks absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's an amazing game. You can see the muscles in her neck when she talks. It's pretty. Oh badass. man, y'all making me salty, bro. I'm I'm trying to get a good picture of her because I I just realized when y'all was talking about I'm like yo I never looked at her titties I don't know what they look like. Like, That's what I'm saying like it's not a big deal like the whole Tifa Tifa thing I never cared like I wasn't like oh my god I'm gonna play this game because she got big titties. She was she was like 16 bit bro nobody cared when it was 16 bit. You talking about it's different nowadays. You know these things. Are even even to... when they made Avin Children, it wasn't something that was like like I went out my way to look at. Yeah, I mean, look, I think games are getting more realistic graphically. The details are getting more realistic graphically. She still got a nice rack though. It's not bad. Her rack is still nice. Though. It's just not pronounced. BG pervert confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> Creep. Creep confirmed. She half dead on that picture you was looking at, bro. You need to be ashamed of yourself. Where <laughs> <laughs> ass at, though? Man. True. I got I got a picture of it. And he a pervert. 
She's the actress. She plays on Grey's Anatomy. The only reason why I know that is because my wife watches the show. I immediately had to put that in. I immediately had to put that in. So why people ain't lose their mind over what's his bra's name in Metal Gear? Quiet. They did. They did. They were upset, but they put it. They put in the storyline why she had to be damn near naked. Like that was a cop out, bro. He just yeah. wanted to have it a was chick. dumb as hell, but it was yeah. smart. You know that was added in like later on after. Hell yeah, bro. That was added in like shit. For yeah. those of you, I don't know if that if that's spoilers. It's not spoilers. I don't I thought they game. The game old. The game old. You don't need to play it anyway. Um, it feels for those of you who don't know, Quiet was naked because she breathed through her skin. So if she put too much clothes on, she would suffocate. Dumb as hell. But one her nose. That's, that's, that's like, slick though. It's like, at first I was like, oh, that's, then I was like, oh, that's dumb as hell. I don't make no fucking sense. Like, like, they never, I don't even think they ever explained exactly what is she or how she has her powers or anything like, like that. A, something about a virus or something that she survived and it changed her. Oh, now y'all, now y'all getting too deep into the game. Because, 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 like did anybody that. bitch about Bayonetta too? Ain't nobody play that dog shit, man. It was on the wrong oh, yo, you Bro, that's like my platinum game. Bro, I ain't playing that shit, man. You won. Platinum. That game is not dog shit. You, you we talked about last week. Platinum games is definitely overrated. Hey, they coming out with that turtles game though. I definitely got to cop that. That was another topic. Um, oh, okay, shit, my bad. Shit. <laughs> I I am excited about that. Uh, because you know, last turtles game, I think Activision made it. Um, was trash. Yeah, they've been they've been ruining my turtles franchise. Yo, y'all remember E3 last year? Where what was it? The the Rocksteady, what is it? Rocksteady Studio was basically saying a Ninja Turtles game in fucking uh, Batman's realm. I was like waiting for something like that to come out, but I guess this is what yeah, I, 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 hope, I hope. I hope this shit is like based on the comic. No child. That's, that's what I was gonna say. I, is it based on? It the, should be. The movie, I mean, the cartoon or the well, comic? It's gonna it should be, based, be the comic. Man. It's gonna be based on the original uh, comic because the original Transformers that Platinum did was based on the G1 series, and they're gonna want to be doing the, doing the same thing. I don't know how mature will be, but we'll see. Well, Activision been making games based on the new show though, so I was like, oh nah, nah. I wanted I wanted to take it old school. I want to see Bebop and Rocksteady. I want to see Bax the Fly. I want to see you know those little chomping robots that grab onto mousers. I want to see foot soldiers chopped in half. Hey, that's a bit extreme, son. Baxter, stop! It's supposed to be black, dude. Because <laughs> you told me, you tell me all this time, Leonardo's been Leonardo's been throwing that sword around and just hitting you right now. That's something that always bothered me about turtle it. Weapons, Ninja Turtle weapons are the most pointless weapons that hey, any character well, has. In, in, in the original yeah. comics, they actually did murder people and stuff like that. When, that, when it when it went to NB, I mean not NBC, when it went to CBS in '87, it was made basically for children, so they had to stop using their weapons like that. That's why in the new show they had to make the uh, the foot soldiers robots because that's yeah, the only yeah. way. That's the only way you could do it. You yeah. can chop these dudes in half. Yep. I'm like, <laughs> my man is walking around with two katanas, not not no blood, kick kicking people. put that side through somebody's skull. Yeah, man, you got weapons for no reason. My man shred a whole body filled with blades. Bro. Yeah, that's like, Leo <laughs> would be hitting dudes with the uh with the butt of his sword. I'm like, what are you doing, fam? The only people that made sense was not Michelangelo and Donatello because they both had like yeah, weapons. Yeah. Weapons. yeah, Oh man, that's funny. 
Yeah, we yeah, we definitely need a mature R- Turtles game. The best the best one is still the one on uh you know the ones on Super Nintendo though. Since then it's been Turtles and well, I, they I, was, had, I was they hoping for PS2 to get into the Turtles game though. I ain't hear none of y'all. I said you ain't played one on PS2, the first one. PS2. <sighs> they had one on PS2 based on the old three show. It was dope. They came out with a sequel to that that was trash. Listen, man. All I know is Turtles in Time was GOAT. Turtles in Time was the best one, son. It was get greatest of all yeah, time. Yeah, it was good. That remake was trash of that game. Yeah, the remake was bad. Turtles in Time was so fire, bro. Mm. Definitely was, yeah. Mm. Hopefully oh, it's good, though. Platinum Games, they be, they be going over the top with their games with the effects, though, and the moves. and the, They just want to make everything over the top. Though. That's what I'm worried about. They got to make wait. everything like an anime show. These per- these turtles probably gonna be pulling out these crazy special moves and that's how uh, Transformers was. I just I hate Platinum Games, bro. I really do. Why, what? dude? They make some solid games. You cannot like them, but hate them. They're they're yeah. overrated though. Like, oh man, that that last Transformers game wasn't overrated, man. That game was fire. I hey man, BG fire. got that game. He put it down after playing it for two hours. BG's known for doing shit like that lately. Oh, oh, stop! Stop! BG, man, you getting old? You getting old? Yo, you getting older, man. You, you oh. don't got time to beat all these games, bro. I understand. Uh, I We're in the same boat. That is untrue. You find, you got your career. You know what I'm saying. You went through college. You know, you ain't got time to beat Bruh, all these games. Don't, dog. don't make me name the games I beat recently. I beat oh. Tomb Raider, beat Halo, beat Call of Duty. We got Mad Time and Battlefront. Don't make me listen. Oh, are you naming beat the Bloodborne DLC? Hey, man, them dog shit games. <laughs> beat, beat Halo. Did I say that? I don't know, but I beat all these recent games. Oh, I beat wow. the relevant games. Oh, all right. When you when you when you beat a game that takes over forty hours, I give you your trophy back. Okay, Bloodborne was eighty hours. I beat it. Oh, all right. That's just one. Right. Hey, Cloud, you can't never question BG. He got hundred percent of Bloodborne, sir. I, I just want to point that out to you, like for real. It's, it's right, I, I haven't gotten that yet. I, yeah, I better uh, hope I don't get the, the the platinum in uh, Dark Souls three because I don't want to hear shit from everybody, anybody ever. Nobody can ever say shit to me. There you after go. that, I'm sorry. I got the platinum. That anytime anybody argue with me, I just tweet them a picture of that. My my bloodborne platinum. <laughs> I'm trying to hear nothing. Oh, shit. So that's funny. Um so let's get into these uh game awards winners and uh trailers. See so talk about who won. Uh I guess we can talk about the trailers first since they got them here. I don't know what the fuck this was. I don't even remember that shit. This, nice. uh, where the water tastes like wine. I don't even remember seeing that what trailer. What the fuck? Probably I mean, a Telltale yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see this shit, man. Telltale games are overrated to me, in my opinion, also. I don't yes, yes, they are. Um, we saw the black chick, though. The first black chick ever in Uncharted whooping Drake's ass. That was there we cool. go. Awesome. Shaq, Shaq Fu. Fu. That, that gave hope to... If, if you ever thought that... Any game can't be can't make a comeback or be remade. Shaq Fu is home. It's crazy. That game's not even a fighting game. It's an action adventure game. If they can make this game, they can make well, anything. So the seriously. Order 1886 sequel, I'm waiting for it. Oh. <laughs> uh, Telltale Batman. Batman overrated. It's not Far even Cry out yet. Prime. I don't care. I don't care. It's overrated. <laughs> Far Cry Primal looked like absolute garbage to me. Have I, you I love it. I loved hey, it. Wait I a minute. Actually, I watched like at least like four videos, so I might end up picking it up. Uh, I love anything where you have a bow and you can kill somebody from stealth. 
that game in the wild, that new game that's coming out, they basically have the same premise, like where you're like a caveman and you can whisper to animals and make them do your bidding. Like, they they, they too similar, man. I think wild probably be a better game. No, honestly. what about that game? Like, oh, is it that Ark with the dinosaurs and shit? Oh yeah, Ark, 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 yeah. Ark that that game is like forgotten. That's completely. That's a completely game. It's not, it's not forgotten. I, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for Ark to come out on X one, man. Uh, this is something I'm definitely uh, keeping my eye on. I got Once it on PC and I haven't touched it. That game is very successful, though. When it comes out on Xbox, everybody's going to pick it up. I played it at E3. It was cool. It was all right. It was pretty cool. Yeah, Far Cry Prime will just look boring to me, but Far Cry 4 was pretty boring to me also. I, you know. Psychonauts. Now, that's a major game. Oh, it's just a Finally! Finally, I don't know a what the sequel to a classic game. Yeah, that's a Not classic. a remaster, nothing like that. Like, I was actually happy to hear from that. Like, yeah, my whole family heard me when I saw that when I saw that trailer. <laughs> that game is getting a crowdfunded. It's not official yet. Yeah, hey, it'll get there. Trust me. It's it's it'll, it'll get there. It'll, it'll get there. They won three million. They'll they'll make it. A lot of people. Yeah, it, it had like six hundred k after the first day. I was like, shit. Quantum Break about to be bananas. Yeah, I can't wait to play Definitely this game. Looks good. Um, oh my goodness. You know, anything that Remedy makes, I look forward to it. They haven't made a bad game, in my opinion, yet. Quantum Break, just for people who don't know, first of all, is four chapters. I mean, there's five chapters. There's four episodes. Each episode is 22 minutes long, so there's 88 minutes worth of, uh, I guess you could say, a TV show in the game. Um, and then based on the way you play the game, it determines um, what changes. Because you play three characters in the game. You get to play as Jack Joyce, the main character, you play as his partner, and then you play as the villain. Every time you play as the villain, you get the episode. And depending on what you choose in the episode is how it plays out. It's your, it's your responsibility as the hero then to change that while you're playing. And there's dinosaurs in the game. What? I don't even dinosaurs? know how, that, what? Don't know how what? that works. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's time travel, so I guess. Yeah, I reported on it a while ago on one of my podcasts. I um, When um, Sam Lake was on Game Informer, he was doing this chat with them. And they were just talking about the game, and they asked him if there would be dinosaurs in the game. And he said, yes, there's a dinosaur in the game. So I'm wondering if there's a sequence where maybe you're in a museum and time shifts backwards and actually awakens one of these dinosaurs up from, like, their fossils. How dope would that be? What if he trolls y'all and, he, and like, he's just like a, a, toy, a toy dinosaur on the shelf or some shit? Hey, it might be. It might be. I don't know. I don't know but, I mean, hey, it got me hyped. It got me excited. I was actually just a little worried about the game as far as, like... Would it? Because you know when they always say the cinematic experience, you know the game is just going to be a button press, quick time event game. It's like the whole game is really just cinematic. But I'm glad it's only four episodes and there's a lot of gameplay in between. Yeah. Uh, we gonna skip right past Rock Band VR. Let's <laughs> skip right past that. Shadow me off. How you gonna How you gonna release a Rock Band game and only give one guitar and then tell people, hey, you can find the old guitar. Go right now on Amazon and look up the price of that old guitar. Eighty dollars, nigga. Are you serious? <laughs> and you really want to play rock band, don't you? Um, I didn't buy that shit. My okay. wife has to play no, but Guitar Hero, you know, you can't get all you, your DLC don't carry over. So the songs that you bought in the old guitar Guitar Heroes is worth more than that game. That that shit is crazy. Yo, DLC don't care. Yeah, I used, I used to be I used to be crazy in the Guitar Hero, and I I uh, sold my uh 360 with the hard drive that actually had like my downloaded music on it, and then they they cut the servers and all that good stuff, and I I lost all that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause Rock Band, your 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 the songs that you bought carried over, 
and Guitar Hero, that shit didn't because they were using like a, I guess, a different infrastructure or something like that. So, all the for those who are big fans of those games, and they were dropping two ninety nine, three ninety nine on whatever songs they were buying to play to. Jesus. But <laughs> that was but, it. Hold on, hold on. I know this is off topic, but Guitar Hero has something called uh, GHTV, which is basically like old school MTV that you could just pick up and play the songs that are playing at any point in time. Really? Yeah. I, I, got, I got a question, though. I know BG's going down the list, but uh, for all the Xbox fans that was talking about Rocket League was kind of pointless, is it is it pointless now? Oh, shit. I think the people who don't care for indies will continue to believe that, and they'll continue right. to say it. Watch, watch them. Well, but, I want to find out. I wish I knew who it was that said that so I could look at their playlist. I haven't. That shit comes out. I haven't played Rocket League, so I look forward to playing Hey, Dark Love. Huh? Don't you like people that say they don't care for indies, but an indie game one game of the year? Don't you like that? Yeah. I love that shit. Wait, you know, what? Eight, what, what? What do you what? mean? What's your yeah, three what game of the year? What do you mean? You mean it won an award? Oh. Yeah, one game of the year, did it? Witcher 3? No. That's not, a, oh. that's not an indie game. Yes, it is. Are you talking about CD Projekt Red? They're, they're, no, they, don't have, they don't have a parent company. A, pu- a publisher? You mean a publisher? Don't they publish their own games? No, they didn't. WB published their game. They don't have a parent company. No, they published their own game. No, no. In the mm-hmm. United States of America, WB Games published uh, The Witcher 3. I don't know. I don't know if you I can do that. I don't know. Jack Moon's been knowing a lot of shit about the indie companies. The man. I don't know. Okay, this is to be considered indie, you don't have to have a parent company. That's why EA Games was trying Bruh. to publish CD Projekt Red. Bruh. But The Witcher 3 is an indie game. Technically, it might. Did they, did they okay. publish it for consoles? I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. No, I no. It, it, CD in other, in others, in other territories, if you look at The Witcher Three, if anybody has a copy, you will see WB Games on it. I All right, let me go to every... the dashboard. Here, let me see. Okay, check this out. The Witcher Three, <laughs> Bat- Batman, Arkham <laughs> Knight. I'm gonna name all the games WB publishers because I peep shit. Uh, Mortal Kombat X. That's why when you was naming big like companies that got a lot of publishing shit, WB published a lot of fucking games. They published Shadow of Mordor. They published yeah, a lot yeah, of games. Yeah, that man. was a, that was evident because it was uh WB was all over it. Okay, what, Witcher, who, what who who published The Witcher Three in America? Uh, I'm gonna tell you that right now. Hold on. See, let me see something. Okay, uh, let me look at this. Okay, CD Projekt Red were the for uh, uh for Witcher Two. CD Projekt Red were they were the developers and the publisher. So, I guess technically that does make them independent. They are. They're independently owned. Nobody owns them. That's okay. why EA Games was trying to buy them. If EA Games would have bought them, then they would have been considered a AAA. That would have been tragic. But I don't no. think I don't think you would consider them an indie, like an indie, indie studio. They no one. They're independently owned. No he's one owns them. He's technically right. Uh, they did have a publisher for the first Witcher. Uh, they they partnered with several different people. Um, oh. But you know what for Witcher two and three, they they've been they've been independent since check the Witcher. Check this out, check this out, You know what else was an indie game and people don't realize it? L.A. Noir is an indie game because guess what? Team Bandai, no one owned them. Rockstar, Bandai? Rockstar Games didn't own Team Bandai. They helped them with the engine and they helped them publish the game. L.A. Noir is an indie game. See, when people talk ignorant, you two K wasn't above that. That wasn't two K. Two K owns Rockstar. Team yeah, Bandai was take two. Take two. Take two. Team Bondi was not owned by anybody. Rockstar Games helped them. They ended up closing down after but, that. They were making another but game. But it does say Warcraft. here that the publisher for L.A. Noir was Rockstar Games, and the developer was Team Bondi. So yes, t- it was. It was. But Rockstar doesn't own them. 
That's what I'm saying. If you don't own the property, <laughs> it's an indie game. It was published by an indie studio. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't. It wasn't published by indie. So it was published it, by Rockstar. It was developed. No, it was. By it, was indie. De- it was developed. It was developed. Developed by indie. But yeah, then that's no different than any other indie. Like Ori's not an indie. Though the studio may be an indie, it was published in its own by Microsoft. That's not an indie game. That's why I still consider that an indie game at that point. Ori is still an indie. I still consider that an indie game because it's, it's not. Uh, it's not. I would, consider, I would consider that an indie game. It's, it's fully, indie it's game fully funded. It's fully, let me tell you something. An independent developer usually does not have the money. Okay, okay. Wait a to, can to I make the, can I, I say usually. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay, okay. Right? <laughs> Microsoft, Microsoft owns the IP, number one. Number two, they also fully funded and marketed the game. It's, I just, it's their I just, game. I just, they just have an independent studio okay, that okay. built the game. Okay, okay. But as y'all, if y'all remember me about 40 minutes ago, I just said Sony has a crowdfunded campaign to where they fully funded a lot of games that are even on the Xbox One right now. They but fully funded. They, but do they own the IP? Sony owned Velocity, uh, and then I guess fucking I don't know what the fuck happened. Velocity 2X, how they got on other platforms, but they fully funded indie games that are on Xbox One, PC, like that. Uh, what this shit called it? Uh, Microsoft do? I so they what it's right. Called. So they fund. So they funded it for their own studio. This but is the they thing. don't own the game. I, I I wouldn't call that game. I wouldn't call that game an indie game if it's fully funded and published by a major publisher. in the indie game category for the it's, it's it's, award show though. It was because it's a smaller title. Like no, it's a part no, of the arcade scene. This, this is the thing, though. It's not an indie scene. If a game is made by an independently owned person, even if it's published by fuck, Jesus Christ could publish a game, but if I made it, it's indie. That's how I view it, man. But, I mean, I see what you're saying, too. So I, I get his point, but, like, I still think it's independent. Like, I think when you make an independent game, you're doing it on your own. You have no, That's yeah. the whole point of independent. You're not getting yeah. any help. That's why like once you get a publisher, like once a big you get a publisher, publisher you're not independent anymore. You're okay. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Sony, Sony published a lot of like indie titles on their platform. You can say you can say that specific game is no longer an indie Indepe- game. Exactly. Right. Would, would you guys Who look at Titanfall as an indie game? Who was respawned on by? Ain't they owned by EA? No, Activ- they own no. Activision, ain't they? They own no, they, they're under. They have a deal with EA, but the game was published by Microsoft. No, here's the thing: Respawn isn't owned by anybody. Actually, it wasn't game by. They just got. They had a publishing deal with EA. Well, they have a publishing deal with EA. Yeah, yeah, Respawn for just for Titanfall, just for Titanfall. Titanfall. And that's, a, that's an indie game, yes. Dude, this <laughs> is the lines are starting to get blurred. <laughs> this is, this is, blurred. Okay, okay. Let me just say this real quick. Lines are getting blurred. Blurred. The word indie has a negative connotation, especially oh, in, the, in the eighth generation of consoles. <laughs> now, I know y'all make fun of me for playing games, you know, good games, critically acclaimed games. But you, can, <laughs> <laughs> game, it's just, you know, it's crazy, bro. Like you. that, like single black mother. You know what I'm saying? When you hear a single black mother, what your your your, your uh, baby daddy ran off on you, bitch? Like what? He could have died in a fucking car crash, nigga. She just a single black mother, like. Y'all got having the crazy analogies. You got to keep up with him. I don't know what we're talking about no more. I'm lost. I'm going off the deep end. Just what I'm saying, bro. Jack, if that's the case, he's actually right about The Witcher then because CD Projekt Red are the publishers and the developers. So Witcher 3 is an independent game. Okay, that's fine. And they don't have a problem. He's right. I don't have a problem with that. 
I don't have a problem with that. Witcher 3 was, okay, indie game, one game of the year. There you go. Thank you. Ori is not an indie, though. <laughs> okay. That's what I agree with. Just to clear something up, because a lot of people think that uh, Respawn is owned by EA. They're, they're not, not they're owned not by owned. EA. They're they just, just was published Titanfall. That's contract. all. Just Titanfall. They have a contract deal. They have a Respawn, contract deal. Well, there you go. Respawn can make any other game, and EA won't be responsible for publishing it. So, okay. Unless before, they choose to go to EA. Before to we get game. back to the uh, the trailers, um, this brings up another topic I wanted to talk about. Um, because I was having this conversation with somebody, indie games can be AAA games. Yeah, exactly. Well, people make it seem like indie yeah. games cannot be. That's but what I was saying. Yeah, AAA, AAA, AAA just comes down to budget. Exactly. That's right. my point. And, and, and you know what else was it? Well, shit, I ain't gonna even say that because we already just hated on. Witcher anyway. Three is obviously a triple A game. That's a game now. So, yeah. you know, and I was even telling somebody like I think I like we don't know the budget on some of these games like uh, No Man's Sky. I, I'm pretty sure No Man's Sky has a pretty. No Man's Sky budget. budget went up. It wasn't when it first got announced. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't nowhere near the game that they have it at now. But it is yeah. now because yeah. they're a bunch of. I, I consider that a triple A game. Someone told me that's not a triple-A game because it's an indie. I'm like, fam, a triple-A indie can be a triple-A game. I think it's an AA. I don't know if it's a triple-A. They AAA actually is, have the term triple-A indie, but a lot of people don't use that I term. I think it's an AA title. I think it's up there. I don't know if it has the same type of backing as like an Uncharted, which would be considered no, a triple-A, no. a Halo. I would give it an AA status yeah. on that. But, yeah, people seem to so what's, not understand the definition yeah, okay, of, a, tri- of you know, so indie. What mean, so point. what's the price tag on, on the triple-A? What? Thirty million? No. Here's the thing with AAA. AAA is is basically this. There's a few factors on AAA. When it comes to AAA games, you need to have your your budget is going to be is like number one priority. What most companies, a game like Grand Theft Auto is a AAA title, Halo is a AAA title, God of War is a AAA title. The budget, the marketing, um, the time spent, the dev time, all that takes a factor into it, and then the critical acclaim status on top of it also goes into it as well. Most titles that aren't AAA are like your smaller titles. Like, for example, you may have a game like... Um, what's the... Uh, uh, Little Big Planet. That's not yeah. a AAA game. Mm. That's not yeah. a AAA game. It's I don't not. know the budget behind that. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's not a, but it's not a AAA game. That shit has a lot of marketing, game. too. Um, well, he's saying the reviews and all the other stuff going to it as well. But it's the same thing for, like... Um, like uh, let me think... Triple A games have nothing to do with reviews. People have made that their own de- definition. No, no, it's not. It's, it's a no. second connotation. It, it's a connotation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like ScreamWrite is not triple A. ScreamWrite is like a. It has to do with the success of the title as well. You can have. You can nah, have a I don't think so. Title. It does. Look, for example, you have the Order 1886, right? Hold up. That was it. Had Grand Turismo 6 had horrible reviews, but it was a triple A title. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think we're getting mixed up here. Cause I it's believe, already a triple A franchise. That's an established franchise. I believe I believe when you're talking about ratings, people do say, oh, like they got a triple A review, they got a double A review, but I don't think that's ne- necessarily tying back into the actual budget. I think it's two different things. No, 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 no. It's not tying into the budget. Not at all. I'm just saying these are the, yeah, yeah, these yeah. Are the categories that go to the factor of a triple-A title. It is, and there's certain things that go into a double-A title that you have an A title, that you have your you know, smaller, smaller games that really don't have a lot of money. They go into the arcades or independently owned titles and things like that. Indie games can absolutely be triple-A titles, but it depends on what the budget is, what's the marketing behind it, how big is the title, will it be successful? You know, those are a lot of factors that go into it. Some free-to-play games could be triple-A. 
Yes, course, some free games. I think Fable Legends is a triple-A title. They yeah, put a League lot of, of money into Fable Legends. Oh, there's, a, there's a lot of money into that game. The same thing with um, Overwatch. I don't know if it's over, is Overwatch free-to-play. I'm no, not sure if it's free-to-play. I don't think so. But you have a lot of MOBAs that's free-to-play as well. Yeah, on PC. yeah. League, all this shit. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just think, like, indies and, you know, AAA, it, the, the lines are definitely getting blurred. It's not as clear as it was before, especially when you don't actually know the budget that goes behind it. But, you know. And indie games ain't cheap no more neither, man. Y'all make fun of niggas. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. Trust it's me. It's like $29. Like, goddamn, I thought you both been made out the back of a taco truck, man. I, I do a lot of interviews. Proud, I do a lot of interviews with any developers, and just hearing some of the the things that they have to go through just to get their games out, like almost twenty five thousand dollars at some sometimes just to get yeah. a game on the console. Like it's insane. That's why a lot of so indie games only release on one game, console. Is that a triple A or double A? With the budget that they're trying to get, that should be a triple A title, but it's going to wind up being a double A title. I think because so. Because I don't, I don't think, I don't think they're going to be able to make what they want. Hmm. The first shim I think was seventy million dollars. The first one, seventy million. Yeah, it was some crazy. The first? They yeah, they charged money for games back then like that. <laughs> well, back then <laughs> they did. The first That's one was like seventy million. Yes, fail like the money they was putting in the game. Shit, I thought that was a lot of money. Gran Turismo, what was I think Gran Turismo was like sixty million. I thought that was a lot. Shinmu, that game, seventy million. It was a crazy amount. Wait, though. you mean the development? Yeah. I heard it was a hundred million. I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like seventy million, bro. It was like seventy million, bro, just for that one game, son. Yeah. So you could imagine. You talk about what they got now, and they're and they're crowdfunded thirteen million. How, how much did they have? You think they're gonna make? Still being funded. They gonna make the next Shinmu with that much money? Come on, son. They they got they better Sony better step up or Sega better step up. Somebody better step up. Oh, you know all that money from their crowdfunding went to Sega too, right? Sony <laughs> didn't have shit to do with that. Really? Yeah, a lot of people thought Sony. Well, I know. Well, I know Sony about to yeah. come out with a new console, son. Yo, Sega come out with a new console, I buy it. If that shit is like Dreamcast no, too, yeah, no doubt. Get it, yo. Dreamcast was a shit. Dreamcast was my jump off, for real. Yeah, that, according joke. according to this GameSpot, Shenmue Two was 132 million. That's insane. Damn. And that game flopped. By the yeah, way, dude. No, it's <laughs> not that. I'm just thinking about like that. No. That money had a large value to it, it son. Does. And here's the crazy. You know what's crazy? If it if it costs that much to make, and you got developers saying it's more expensive today, I don't even want to know what games cost. They say it's more expensive today to make. Games. Yo, somebody look well, up and see how much uncharted place. how much uncharted budget is, because they got screen actors, they got mad money going into graphics. I don't I think. Apparently, it's not right. that much because it's never, it's never been on a list. Ain't it like eighty? I think. Like it's never been on a list of most expensive games. Like it's never been renowned for the budget. <laughs> so I don't know. It's, I mean, it's just like you know, it's crazy though. It's never been on the list. Um, but going back to the uh, the trailers, we'll finish that up. Um, and we still on that topic? Yeah, we can get we can <laughs> uh, Rocket League for Xbox One. That's cool and everything. You know, I spoke okay. to um Jeremy Dunham at E3. He pretty much told me right then and there it was coming. To, it was coming to Xbox. So I, I knew always, it was gonna come for a minute. Yeah, too. so I always expected that. Star Citizen, I really don't know much, much about that. That's an indie game. They got crowdfunded. I think they got like $50 million. Nah, I think they got more than that. Oh, well, shit, there you go. Yeah. Um, the Walking Dead Michonne, I don't give a damn about no Telltale game. <laughs> I love The Walking Dead. Um, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider DLC, Baba Yaga, I'll be getting that. Yeah, I'm copying that. Hey, these, these spars are starting to look like the Giver. Anybody ever seen the Giver, yo? 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember that. Yo, son, these characters are starting to look crazy and crazier every time I see them, but they <laughs> armor suits look so dope. Oh, man. I can't I can't wait for Forge, yo. I'm I'm a forger. I actually make like multiplayer maps and stuff like Dude, that, that like I want to I want to make a Halo Mario Kart with those mongoose guns. Oh my god. <laughs> said Destiny paid almost 500 million dollars on ads. That's insane if they yeah, did. Yeah, their marketing that. is crazy. I only pay for the marketing on that game, so that's a lot of fucking money. <laughs> Five hundred million dollars. That's faith into that. Well, she did pay, pay it off in the long run. So. Halo Five. Uh, yeah, we got people starving. I, I didn't really. I looked. I was like in and out of looking at this. What exactly was the Halo Five uh, trailer? Because I saw it, but I didn't realize what was new. The Halo Five trailer was about Forge mainly, and um, oh, okay. and the uh, new armor, new armor uh, sets with the um, with the um. What the is it? The uh, competition. It's called, it's called the, the yeah. cartographer's gift. All right. It's it's new maps. It's new armors. It's new weapons. Um, the the one of the arena maps is going to be if anybody knows um you know the Halo multiplayer the uh the plaza, it's going to be like an overgrown um remix to the plaza because they're they're doing remixes on maps. That's where you get like the map of truth and the map map of regret. Uh, one one of the maps coming out in mid December is gonna be called uh, Overgrowth, and it's like a remix map of of Plaza, which that's pretty is, dope. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Plaza. And lastly, uh, Mortal Kombat X Combat Pack trailer, which comes with Alien, Cyrax, and I can't even remember who the other two characters are. Oh, wow. uh, Michael Myers, okay. Michael Myers, and um, I can't remember. Oh, no, Leatherface. That's, that's not Leatherface. Leatherface. Yeah. Not my Leatherface. Yeah, Leatherface. Leatherface. My bad. And, my and bad. that Cyrax, that Cyrax character, it's actually a character that goes between uh, you can Cyrax, Sexmore, and, and oh, both Cyrax. robots. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. three. Three cool. of them. Cool. I mean, cool. Um, so the the game categories, game of the year, that went to Witcher Three. Uh, yep, unfortunately. As long as it's not Fallout. I'm, I'm, Bro. <laughs> that's all yeah, I want in my Fallout right now. My, yeah. my, son, my son wanted Fallout. On PC, right? Yeah, I play on PC. Come okay, on, man. Okay, okay. I want to on console. Somebody <laughs> should come burn sure. my PC right now. <laughs> uh, developer of the year. That usually go hand-in-hand hand with Game of the Year, so that went to CD, CD Projekt Red. Mm-hmm. Uh, best independent game went to Rocket League. Okay. Uh, best mobile game, Lara Croft Go. Best narrative, her story. This caused a lot of shit because nobody knew what the hell this game was. Yeah, nobody, yeah, I, 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 I've heard a PC of, game, ain't it? That game is very popular. I was surprised. My friend was like, her story, what the fuck is that? I'm like, bro, you... I guess I watch a lot of gaming videos. I had heard about it. Well, I heard about it a lot, too. Yeah, it's critically acclaimed. Oh, a lot of pe- Every time I go to work, man, people talk about, oh, you play Hearthstone on your phone? I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I, I didn't even... I pretty much heard about it the first time at the Game Awards, so I was like, I guess. I'm glad I'm not the only one because, like, I yeah. saw it, like winning awards and stuff. I'm like, yo, what, what is this game? Yeah. Um, best art direction, Ori in the Blind Forest. That that's it's nice right yeah. there. All all like all the scenery was actually like hand painted <coughs> before time and stuff. So Ori Ori is a beautiful game. Yeah, yeah. It's, cra- yeah it's crazy the art. The art style was definitely... Shit, Hearthstone got over 10 million downloads on Android alone. That's crazy. They're making money over there, Blizzard. Yes. <laughs> and Best. it got almost five stars. That's why it won awards. Uh, best score, soundtrack, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. 
Uh, best performance went to her story. Games for Change, Life is Strange. Best shooter, split. <laughs> I, I just don't know how, how that one. That shit made me want to turn I off. Feel like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Hold on. Is, that, is that the best multiplayer? You mean multiplayer? Yeah, best shooter and multiplayer? Best. It won both. <laughs> it won oh, both. I didn't even know. That. I didn't know the truth. I, I couldn't I even say what straight face. I didn't even know that. I saw it coming up. I was like, okay, be serious. We be serious. probably didn't see this because that shit probably would have came up in my feed box because he probably didn't do a video on that. I did not know that. Wow. <laughs> I was blown by that when I heard that. Literally. Wow. I mean, I don't so, know. Wait, wait, it got best shooter or best multiplayer? Both. 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 Damn. How, hey, no, no how, way. How, how, how all the shooters feel about that? I mean, you know what I'm saying? No. Niggas I mean, that own Call of Duty is tight. Squids in that game. People that play the game seem to like it, man. So I mean, I guess it's. I mean, I like a lot of games. My son loves it. I feel like that was just something to give Nintendo because they had to give. I honestly, I feel like it was a donation. I feel like it was a donation. I feel like because they just didn't want to give anything to Xbox. Fucking. Hey, well, first of all, first of all, before you get on that, uh, it was a huge snub at the Game Awards. I dared to punch my computer screen and just went to sleep. How did Bloodborne not win not one goddamn award, man? I it's don't a understand. niche game, bro. At least she was nominated. At least she was nominated. Yeah. At least she was nominated. I don't think it was... I actually don't think it was the like, best in any, in, in any category it was in, though. I mean, I say, well, it, had, it had some competition all the way around, like, yeah, wherever it was. Exactly. Yeah. It was like, crazy. If it was practically... Any other year, it might have been, it might, it might have won. But Blood so being that it didn't win any awards, does that make the platinum? You know, you guys are whoa, whoa, whoa. that platinum <laughs> <on a bit? laughs> Because I don't, I don't, I don't weigh these, you know, awards like these awards ain't close to my heart or anything. They don't, I don't value it like that, so it don't do nothing to my platinum. But uh, it's funny. Um, please please so, yeah. go to the racing sports one. Oh my goodness! Please, that makes no. <laughs> Listen, sense. I, I think I think that's that's the right choice. No, how? how? It's not Racing and sports is not a racing game. It's right, like look, okay. Rocket League won best sports slash racing game. First of all, the first that debate works? is that it's not a sport. It, it's not a race game. It's definitely a sport. It's definitely a sport no, it's game. not. Don't listen. You can't watch that shit on game. It's not a sport game either. It's a sport. It's a sport game, but it's not a racing game. You're not beating anybody it around a track. You shouldn't I mean, be you in that, that category. You got to race to the ball, so shit. I don't Yo, know. It's, it's nah, a soccer game. It's a soccer game. That was lazy. That was a soccer soccer game okay. with car skins. That so was lazy. About, it's a soccer what, game. What if, what if the category is sports or racing game? And they it should have just been sports, and then it should have just been no, racing. No, what, what, what were the categories in that category? It was Forza 6, NBA 2K16, Pro Evolution Soccer, and Rocket League. I, that's fucking stupid. Listen, that there's plenty of racing games to give that it its own dumb. category. You had Forza Six drop this year. You had Drive Club come out well last year, but still, you had um, what else came out this year? Uh, somebody uh, said you gotta race to the ball. Cars. Yeah, you gotta race for the ball. It doesn't make no sense. Yeah, you got Project Cars. Like, come on, there's plenty it of racing actually, games. Actually, if you think about it. It might be more of a sports and racing game than the rest of those games. Yeah, because you like, y'all are reaching, and you play a sport. Yeah, yeah, like come on, man. but the sport son. doesn't exist. Can we get down to the actual issue? Y'all niggas wanted Forza to win an award. No, I don't care Forza. I don't care Forza one. I just didn't like how they just just put those bundle that game, bundle racing and sports into one category. I get racing is a sport, but it it didn't deserve. Was Drive Club in there? No, nah, it came out last year. Yeah, it okay, came out last year. All right, all right. 
Like I, I don't. I, it's not that. It's like it got. I, I don't think Rocket League belonged in that category. Honestly, it didn't. I mean, it didn't fit the fucking bill. I mean, it didn't fit the bill. It's a sport. It's no, soccer. it's not. It's soccer. Can you go play soccer it's, cards it's, right it's now? Playing soccer. Hey, 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 wait, BG, the king of I don't play Forza because I can just drive. Can you play soccer cards right now? We can't get in the miles of truck and fucking bucket well, each other. I, I, I can do it in real life. Can you card and play fucking Rocket League? Can you can you do that in real life? Whether I can do it in real life does not make it a sport. Nigga, every sport that it's a sport you hey, can I'm, I'm sure you can't play basketball, but I'm sure you can say sport. that. Sports, and the definition of sport, an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against another team. I'm competing, competing against another team. I'm, I'm using my hands on this controller, which is exerting physical activity, and it takes skill to play the game, hence the sport. Sport and activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others. Hey, hey, hey. First first keyword in that was physical exertion. (laughs) You you (laughs) (laughs) You know how how tired my hands get on that controller? That's physical exertion right there. Facts. That is... Yeah, uh, that is not why your hands are getting tired. I almost had a heart attack playing again. That game is very stressful, bro. Like, <laughs> definitely a sport. All right, so where we at? That right was now? not Siri. That was Google. Okay, whatever. Oh Jesus! Wherever the chick is. But uh, next uh, where we was at? Splatoon, best multiplayer and shooter facts. Um, <laughs> best action adventure game went to. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. I think that's wrong. Shouldn't Tomb Raider win that? I feel like yeah, Tomb Raider should win that, but Tomb Raider win shit on, just because it was on the Xbox. Wait. That's all. That is all. Wait, I think it. Wait, was it nominated or? It probably wasn't. It was nominated according it to was. this. It was nominated. Okay. Yeah, I think it should have won that. I don't win know that. why they reward and shit like that. Ain't Konami like banning people from going to award shows? Is that is that a topic as well, BG? Yes. What? The 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 whole um Metal Gear thing. Nah, we talked pro- about that a while ago. The, the problem with nominees is that it doesn't work the same in video games like it does. No, in I'm movies. talking about the at what happened at the game show with. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah we can talk about that right after this. Um, yeah, Konami. Konami yeah, we we gonna talk about that after. But uh, best role playing game went to The Witcher Three. Um, also. Damn. Uh, no, yo, my my understanding is like, yo, these they're giving these role playing games to like these these Western RPG games. Why the fuck wasn't Tales of Xteria up there? Because Tales of Ex- because these Japanese games are so niche now they don't appeal. Yeah, to them. Yeah, but the like, stories the are freaking still amazing. No one, about to play that shit, the, man. the world no longer cares. Yeah. <laughs> that's really the reality of it. You just have you have a niche fan base, and and nowadays it's just not like it was I mean, in the '90s. That and, shit is still pumping in my heart right now. I got every JRPG that ever came out to the U.S. right now, god don't damn it. Me, don't get me wrong, but there's just a lot of us older guys that grew up on it in the 90s on PS2. Just It's no longer... It's now, you no know longer what it is? Like you dominate. know what it is? I know why Western RPG games are good, because niggas just don't like reading. Whoa! 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 What? Sir, as a nigga, I'm offended by that because I do. Wow. No, I'm not. I'm not saying black people. I'm just saying people just don't want to read. Oh, well, yeah, okay, yeah. But the, but I don't. Uh, I can, a lot of those games have uh, dub voices. That is true. I can actually like. I can't lie to you. One thing I don't. I don't like about 
The Witcher and Fallout is all this all this dialogue they be wanting you to read. I do not like that shit. See, see, they should, they see what should, I'm talking they, about? All this reading. <laughs> shit, I ain't feeling it. The difference. Yo, most of the RPGs that come out right now, you ask somebody that played that, they just skip right through it. Look at look at Bond. He just skipped right through the cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, Bond. Bond was people don't dead. people don't want to read. They Japanese. they just want to just play and everything's Listen, spoken for them. In the nineties, it used to be the Japanese used to run the industry. It's just not the same anymore. You just have so many European and American developers that are in the game now. You see Japanese studios falling off left and right. It's crazy. It, it, the, the the JRPG genre as 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 relevant as it is today with so many games coming out on PS. Look, I'm gonna PS4. take it. A little, I'm gonna take it a step further too. This also puts a step in how many people's dropping out of school back then. Whoa. You know how many of us were actually smart because we had to read to find out what was going no, well, on in the game. Well, that's a bit. Yeah, extreme. I mean, that's a but bit, people that's like a bit grandma's like your grandma probably got like a third grade education. You know, them niggas weren't going to school that long. You know what? It, if you look at the if you look at RPGs. You just have a lot of Japanese RPGs still sticking with that anime-based formula. And you look at the Western RPGs, and they're going a little bit more realistic. I think maybe the appeal of the more realistic, more Western style is what's capturing everybody around the world. Yeah, I get to- it. People want to see people. They want to see dragons actually get their heads ripped off. I understand. <laughs> I think that's. I, I'm. I'm not going. That's one of the reasons I think I may not be able to get fully into Fallout because every single person you walk up to is like these. All this talk. People are impatient. I wanna, I'm like, I'm keep it real with you. I ain't trying to read many shit. Games come out, so, there's so many games coming out, people will still want more. Oh, and another thing about Western RPGs, you, you have choices. You have those choice those choice panels where it's like if you make a decision, this could change everything. There's a lot of factors in that. Is that is one thing I will say about JRPGs? They do not give you that opinion. They, they give you a good story and you just play it out. You match yeah, your character. That, that that is true. So I will give them that. All this fucking reading and shit. <laughs> I, I I rest my case. It's so stupid, yo. But, uh, this just set us back 500 years. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't trying to read, fam. I, I do that shit at work, like, all day. I ain't, man, I ain't trying to come over. Yeah, I see what I'm saying. They give this nigga BG an article to read. Ah, what are the pointers so I could just not Yo, read I ain't going to lie to you. Like, <laughs> you know who writes really long articles? Like, Kotaku writes in GameStop. They be writing really long articles for, like, really simple stories. And I scroll down to see how long it is. If it's long, I'm like, I ain't reading that shit. Hey, <laughs> I close that shit right now. I ain't 4G, bro. You like I'm not reading that. I, I just look for the, the main point and I close it. I ain't reading all that shit. I'm Y'all telling you right it. now, if they didn't make video reviews, there would be a lot of people that don't know anything about who, these reviews. Who reads video IGN. reviews? Who does anybody still do that? Reads video. First of all, I don't think you I mean, read yeah, video. No, no, I'm saying when IG, IGN has a. Yo, five dollars. How many people go to IGN and if they see a review without a video, they just skip it and go to look at the score? Oh, nigga, I'm scrolling to the bottom. I'm scrolling <laughs> <laughs> to the bottom. People just scroll to the bottom. Yo, oh my god, you know that's terrible. If you don't, but you can't do video reviews in media. If you do, you won't get on Metacritic. That's the only. I think well, that's yeah, one of the rare reasons people have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Trust yeah, me, because yeah, I've been trying to get on Metacritic for the longest time. <laughs> they will not send me anything. Yeah, I read like y'all living in the. Everybody knows 
if IGN don't got a video out yet, and y'all go to that review, and there ain't no video, y'all scroll right to the bottom. Ain't nobody I still, that. I still read it, even man, know the first because word. sometimes they don't talk about what they actually say in the video that you have to read to find out. Yeah. Nice, yo, Cloud. I'm glad, yo. I'm I'm with you on that, man. I, I I'll still read stuff. I guess I'm I'm old school or whatnot, but like I'll still read it if there's not a video. So. Well, I still it. get Game Informer, so I read those shit. So. I, I'll read it if I'm interested enough in the game. Watch. I get Game yeah, Informer. Yo, I bet money if the new Zelda comes out and they got a voice actor, that shit gonna sell. <laughs> Listen, I get Game Informer magazines and look at the pictures. Flip right through the bitches. I look right at the pictures, man. I, I'm like that little kid that just like skipped through the pop-up book. I guess I'm probably still the only dude that read my Game Informers that come in the mail. Yeah, you definitely are. <laughs> I forgot Game Informer like existed. Yeah, I don't. They're I don't. one of the few still print gamer uh, gaming. Uh, um. Best fighting game, Mortal Kombat X. Okay, I agree with that. Best family game. What else, wait, game. what else was nominated? Best fighting game, Rising Thunder, Rise of, an, of the Incarnates, Guilty Gear Exert. That was probably a sweep, yo. <sighs> uh, best family game, Mario Maker. How's that a family game? That's all I'm saying. That's a family game. not a family game? That is, that is something you do on your own time in Indian style. Indian style right now, man. Right they gotta be sitting there. That's funny. Most anticipated game, uh, which was pretty much nothing but PlayStation exclusives. Uh, yeah, that's the only issue I had with uh, Jeff Keighley on that one. That was no. a fucking stupid award. How do you get Whoa. an award for not coming out yet? <laughs> Calm down, bro. That is stupid. He, he was tight. So, so people can most anticipated list on YouTube, but they can't give an award. No, you don't need I a don't trophy have a... for it. Like, ah, like, ah. People I think it's kind of... standing right next to you. You just dropped it. Yeah, you, you standing right next to you. Put my phone at. I didn't realize it was right there. I don't have a problem with it. I just think that there was other games that could have been on that list as well. Mass Effect could have been on that list. You know what I'm saying? I, I've said this before. I said Crackdown could have been on that list. You, there was other games you could have put on there, but I, Crackdown I, is not an, an anticipated in this house. How, how did, I, I can tell you. I'll tell you why. I tell you why it's one of the most anticipated games, whether you like it or not. Just to I'm see getting the cloud it. Work. I just just to see uh, cloud works. I'm yeah, so serious. Yeah, I, 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 okay, so I, I see serious. where you're going with that. I see where you're going with that. People are going to want to see. Yo, but I'm telling you right now, if that game comes out and it is whack and the graphics is terrible. Y'all getting the L for that well, one. We, we only oh. seen the graphics. Well, we you know the art style of it. If you yo, like yo, crack art style, down, not gonna hold on, hold on. Crackdown crack is known for a cell shading type graphic anyway. No, no, no. That cell shading can still be beautiful. Some of the most beautiful games are cell shaded. Here's the thing. The single player is going to be what it is. It's the online that is that has the cloud. The single player doesn't have cloud. It has destruction, but it won't have 100%. So, so, all right, all right, so you tell like me right now, player. if I lived in a third world country, I could never experience Crackdown the way it's made? Not if you multiplayer. Country, what the fuck you doing on Xbox One? Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What are you doing with any console, though? <laughs> Every game's what? online. I'm saying that, but what if I had one? So you tell me I can never experience that because the cloud is all internet based. Yeah, but every, every game go. But every online. game. Listen, here's the thing. You have a you lot of people. You can't you boot up a lot of Xbox people online. PlayStation without internet access. Yeah, it's like the the, the excuse for online is kind of lame nowadays, where everybody is online. 
you know, most people in third world countries aren't thinking about Xbox to play. They're thinking about how the hell they're going to survive or how they, <laughs> they don't get blown up or some crazy shit like that. So, I mean, when it comes to Crackdown, I think, I'm not saying Crackdown is going to be the greatest game of all time, but I think it's anticipated because you've had two years of people saying Microsoft's games is in the clouds. Everything about them was a joke. Wait, hold you up. Know? So, so is there an internet cap on what you should have for for Xbox Live? They're the they're working on two point four megabytes right I now. I heard. Yeah, it's supposed to be four megabytes and lower. Four which megabytes. Is nothing. Yeah, four megabytes. Which that, is that, nothing. Is nothing. that is nothing. All right, all right. So I can play. So I can enjoy Crackdown with dial-up. I guess <laughs> if you still have dial-up. I mean, if I got a Ryzen. I got a hundred over a hundred. I haven't had dial-up since Dreamcast, bro. That was a long time ago. <laughs> the little kid starving in Africa can't play Crackdown with me. Niggas, <laughs> 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 they, they got them fists wide open. That same kid can't play Battlefront either. Hey, hey, but there are a lot of those people that deal guns. They have all them sisters there, but no money. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god. But but anyway, oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But what did win? What did win, VG? Uh, no Man's Sky won anticipated game. How did that win over Likewise. Horizon, bro? Likewise. Well, I think well, no people been waiting for No Man's Sky way longer. They've been waiting for Horizon. And they're gonna keep waiting. Wait, 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 wait. What was the what was the nominee and the the winner? The the winner was No Man's Sky. Other ones were Quantum Break, The Last Guardian, Uncharted 4, Horizon Zero Dawn. For most oh, anticipated. Yeah. No Man's Sky wasn't being waited on that long. It should have been Last of Us. What? I mean, no, I'm not last. One. I'm talking about um, what, Last Guardian. Talking yeah, about? Last Guardian. But Last, last Guardian, Guardian so long, people stop caring after a while. Yeah, yeah. It's still the most anticipated because it's old as fuck. So now you can reward, get a reward for keep getting pushed back, pretty much. I'm just saying it's the most anticipated. People have been anticipating this shit for years before the PlayStation 4 even came out. Yeah, we have a fucking choice. Well, my game gonna be yeah, nominated for that in 2018, so. <laughs> I mean, you have a choice but to anticipate it for that long. So I think it dropped off. Like, more people just got ex- – I still don't know what the excitement exactly is for No Man's Sky, but, you know, I, I just – I guess – That's just one of those games. I still don't even understand that game do like, reveal? what they're supposed to do. I watched yeah, the supposed to do in the game either. That game like, has, yeah. like, economy and everything, trade and fucking PvP. It has it's, a lot of stuff it's in it. It's scope and discovery, basically. Yeah, you know? pretty much. That, that's pretty much what, what the whole catch is to that. I, I feel like when it comes to, like, the um the different animals in, in the different planets and stuff, from what I've seen from, from the clips and everything like that, they do kind of mimic themselves because it's such a big game. Like, you'll have a brontosaurus-type creature... On one planet, but we'll have like different gill sets or something yeah. like that. Just something little to make it a little bit different. That's what I've seen from it. But the the size of it, being able to travel, you know, so far, um, discover your own planets and stuff like that. Look, I mean, the only reason No Man's Sky is hyped is because it's going to be a VR game. That makes yo, perfect sense. I don't think it's VR. I don't think VR. <laughs> it might as well. It was hyped way before that. I think the people that are gonna like No Man's Sky are the people that the type of people that like Destiny and Minecraft because it just gives you all this stuff to do that with no yeah. actual goal. You can't go nowhere in Destiny. It's basically like an MMO type game, like an Eve Online or some shit like that with like the online economy. You can buy trade, sell shit, yeah. you know, shit like Explore. that. Some people, yeah. some people it's just like exploring stuff. Like they don't yeah. want they don't want no objective. They just want to explore. See, that's that's not what I'm about. I don't want a game that Wait, I know I which, can't. Whenever I watch that game, like, that nothing's ever like just going on. Like, I don't know. It just. I know. I know. I'm anticipating Final Fantasy 15. So that's what I'm saying. Was that, that was yeah. that on that list? Was nope. 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 That should have been there. 
Well, well they talk about games was coming out in 2016, though, bro. Like, well, we don't. Is, 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 no, no, games is, is coming is out. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't know. Again. You don't know if any of those games are well, coming. Well, well, they're they're <laughs> anticipating them coming out in 2016. Uh, shit, we've anticipated Last Guardian. Yeah, isn't 15 supposed to come out in 2016? Well, it was supposed to come out probably about two, three years ago as well. So you see how that happened. But it should be on that list then. They don't know. I told you it was a cop out award. They anticipated. <laughs> they should be on that list, man. Uh, esports player of the year, I don't think we care about. Nah, that. We don't, yeah. um, nah. Esports team, we don't care about them. Esports game, we don't care. Uh, trending gamer, Greg Miller. Uh, <laughs> How? Some, <laughs> see, some people were upset about this because they were saying, "Well, kind of funny has like, uh, whatever, like like 500k subs," uh, and they'll say like PewDiePie has like you know the most subs on man, YouTube. How did Greg Miller win if it was voted <laughs> by fans? Yeah. I mean, Yo, but can, can any of y'all does have can IGN. Can any of y'all watch PewDiePie's any of his videos? Okay, I, can't. I, can't. I don't. I don't. I could watch. I could watch Greg Miller. Kind of funny. I ain't even been around a whole year yet. They started. But he has IGN behind him. People have known him for way before. For kind of funny. But that's true. But after he left IGN, he wasn't. He wasn't able, when he appeared on IGN after he made Kind of Funny, he wasn't even allowed to talk about that. So if you wouldn't follow him on a social network or some shit like that, you wouldn't even know about Kind of Funny. And he built that up, him and his buddies built that up in under a year, dog. Like, I, I feel like Kind of kind of Funny blew up. I think everybody knows about Kind of I feel like yeah, I know. No, but shit. Bro, a year after they was made, these dudes were at E3 with their own fucking spot. Like, as soon they as they went they, up. And that they self, but they so they self made though. They ain't have IGN like, hey man, go check out kind of funny shit like that. They built that up on their own, man. I can't do numbers. Yeah, so, I, I, yeah. so the IGN background definitely helped them. Yeah, um, yeah, it did. So you know, and best fan creation, which is like you know, nah, fuck different that. stuff people made. That went to Portal Stories. So <laughs> you know, that, those were the game awards. Um, let's get to the PlayStation experience. Uh, oh, is Adam Sessler still doing anything in the media? He, he, he left the game. He's and working he, on that game, the uh, the Friday, Halloween. Friday thirteenth. Yeah, Friday thirteenth. I think he should have started his own shit. He did. He started his own promotion company, but it's not directly tied to gaming. Listen, he ain't got much time left. He if he don't stop smoking, I'll tell you. That right <laughs> oh my god, out of line. He ain't got much. To, I seen. I, I ran into him, took a picture with him at E3. He he was like, "Oh, I was just on my way to smoke a cigarette." I was like, "Yep, yeah, I know." Yeah, I, I saw him too. He did. He did kind of. He looks a little. Is wearing on him. Yeah, he he looks like he's always on the bad. edge. He looks like yeah. one of them dudes that's always shaking for a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. I'm concerned about himself. I'm saying he's still a great host though, like man. Not much time left, like with that with them cigarettes, man. He's still a great host though. Just Morgan Webb kind of tarnished his name. Damn, she fine. Man, fuck that. I don't like that new dude. I, I, I used to think that until I paid attention to her jaw, and I was like, yeah. "Morgan Webb is fucking crazy." <laughs> her jaw, that jawline is a little too strong. And, Bruh. You know. Listen, this is this is coming from show. We ain't gonna get into it, man. Oh, like, oh what? Whoa. We uh, but okay, I'll, I'll talk to you after the podcast, sir. <laughs> oh shit! Somebody's address is needed. The PlayStation experience. <laughs> So uh, I just got that. I'm sorry. I guess y'all can talk. Y'all, y'all can talk about how how y'all felt overall about the PlayStation experience. I don't need to name all the games. Everybody's you know, this everybody, shit sucked. Uh, it's smooth. You, you can go ahead. You, you know, yeah. Oh my God. So happy coming. Can you even podcast. talk? <laughs> yes. Okay. So the PlayStation experience. I actually took the risk and watched this shit at work. 
with oh, the volume man. all the way down. I missed the first 20 minutes, and apparently I'm assuming, I'm assuming the first 20 minutes was Uncharted and Street Fighter, right? Am I right? Mm-hmm. So that means every game they showed after that was VR and PlayStation Plus games for the next six months. No, they show Final Fantasy yeah. Seven, my man. Gameplay. Wait, they showed that shit last year. My fucking no, they, they didn't know. No, they, didn't. No, they, they showed, showed that. They showed a trailer. Oh, they, they showed, showed the trailer. Sure. All right, all right. Final Fantasy. All right, what else? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, me... What's it called? Um, 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 what what is it that that darks that no that Dark Souls Neo, game Neo, that Japanese Neo. that Samurai Dark yeah Neo that was dope. All right, let me let me tell you. Yo, 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 kid smooth. Before you talk, can you hold up your PlayStation Four controller? Oh no, shit! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, because it sounds like just mad hate, man. Oh, you can hold that PS4 controller up real quick. You know, show us your your love. There you go. There you go. There you go. Kid smooth, you got a PS4, bro? Yeah. Right. The relevant things I think they showed. Was Wait, you did you just get that? Because that's that uh Star Wars controller, right? I had three PlayStation fours in my lifetime. I had a uh, I had an OG one, I had a Batman one, and I got the Star Wars one. You supporting you supporting Sony more than like they like real fans right now, bro. That's crazy. And you know Cooney too. That was dope. Neon uh Niho was dope. You know what I'm saying? The show. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't talk about games I can't pronounce. So. Yo, the game. Oh my God. Yo, I you saw that. What the, is that? What the, the game fuck? trailer for something called The Hob that looked interesting, yo. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that or not, but it, it looked what pretty were your cool. overall impressions, though, kids? So, kids, move. What are your overall impressions? No, the thing is, I was actually, I actually liked last year's better, and I made oh fun my of God. last year. Yeah, no, this show, it, like, it didn't have anything that I didn't know right, about right. yet. Everything else was like little titles, like Uncharted looked cool, but we already got the beta for Uncharted, so I'm not hyped about it anymore. We, How do you know Uncharted? Uh, hype for Uncharted because of the multiplayer. He's probably getting mopped Because we all. got where I have access to it right now. I can play it. I can play it. It's a multiplayer. Game. The multiplayer doesn't tell you anything about the game, other than the the shooting mechanics. But he's I'm saying sorry? as far as the console it, I'm goes, playing it's not it, as like, important everything anymore. Everything else is just like trailer for the story. It's not as important. I'm not hyped for it if I get to play some part of it. You know what I mean? It's like, and then you got Street Fighter. I've been playing Street Fighter for like the past six months. What's there Street to be excited? I really don't. That's not. That's not all they showed, though. You, you, any, you any good at it, though? I'm sorry. Am I any good? Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably average. I, I don't think I'm any. I've never been historically good at Street Fighter. And games are. I got you. Okay. Yeah. So, well, like, so I have access to the games that's been like so so hype. I mean, how many times they're gonna show um fucking um uh what's the what, what else game they showed? They showed a lot of it was like small titles that I'm like, okay, that would be a good PlayStation Plus game. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't really, I don't, I don't dog on indies, but I you, feel like you most just put of the it in the PlayStation it. Plus game title, huh? I'm sorry. You just throw it in just in PlayStation Plus is not important. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, Can we think is you you go into a, a big event and all the games that they're showing is going to cost you six dollars or less? Nah. Pretty much. Now, now I do agree with Kids Move. A lot of the titles they show were lackluster because a lot of the titles were for VR and. Like I said earlier, if Sony is expecting somebody to drop three to four hundred dollars with them showing you flying as a goddamn eagle with one of your buddies, they don't. <laughs> 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 they got a zombie cab company too. They got zombie cab company too, man. That was some bullshit. Look, I draw I draw four hundred dollars on my PS4 because they give me variety. I'll, I'll say variety this: variety of indies. Xbox gives you variety uh, too. I have more RPGs than you, sir. Oh, I, mean, oh, yeah, I don't play RPGs, RPG, so I don't. I'm just saying, I have varieties. I got shooters. I got. I got shooters. I got Uncharted. I got RPGs. I got all that, man. I, I got eight RPGs. Don't get it doesn't matter. It doesn't my matter. Xbox has more I RPGs. Have, I don't buy RPGs. Have, so, my friends on I mean, Xbox have more RPGs than I do. 
that, my whole thing is though is the same. Anyways, let's let's, let's get back to that. Let, let's just get back to uh, your your whole take on the show. We'll get into this later. <laughs> no, oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, because my kids is interrupting my rant. Hold on. <laughs> uh, Tech, you want to go? You. I don't even know. I didn't, I missed the topic. What's the topic? Uh, we're just talking right. about the impressions of the PlayStation experience. The, my overall impressions of the of the show is that I just thought it was extremely lackluster. When I when it, when it ended, I was when it ended, I didn't realize it ended. I was like, that was it. What he did. Yeah. Like that was it. Like they just said, all right, go downstairs and play some games. I was like, where's that Big Bang? The last game they showed was the the Unreal MOBA that Epic Paragon. Games is doing, right? Yeah, Paragon. So. I was waiting for like that. Okay, they're gonna show God of War. Oh, they bring back Crash Bandicoot. He teased us with the shirt and shit. And I'm like, okay. I was like, I was excited to um to watch the show because I was like, I got a I got a PlayStation. I'm I'm playing it more now. And I'm like, okay, let me see what they're gonna drop. And I feel like they they didn't do it do it any justice. So now I gotta wait until fucking June till E3 okay. to see what they're gonna do in 2017. Uh, tick. I didn't see the PlayStation conference. I missed it. Obviously, I was busy. Um, but I did ask people about it, and um, I heard some things about it and stuff like that. My, my overall impression is this. I have no issues with indie games or indie developers. I think indie games are the macaroni and cheese to my turkey and gravy. You know what I'm saying? Like I, They're great, and they're important because they give you things to play and new experiences to play in between AAA titles. However... They can never replace a AAA title, so I think that if they showed a ton of indie games and they didn't show any, you know, new IPs or things that people haven't seen at the PlayStation experience, which is really what it's all about—PlayStation. I think that probably wasn't something that most fans were expecting or looking for, so it may be disappointing. I would love for Sony to bring back something nostalgic like a Siphon Filter or a Legend of Dragoon, especially Legend of Dragoon, or mm-hmm. even a Chrono Trigger, because I'm a big fan of those titles, and that's one of the reasons why I love PS2. And one of the reasons why I went to 360 was because they brought that JRPG renaissance over before you know Sony really stepped back into it with the PS3 later on. But um, I think at the end of the day, what you have to look at is what were they trying to present, and they presented a lot of VR. And if you have to buy a new um, you know, console for which is what VR would be, a new console to play those games. I don't really think that people are looking at it as I'm going to buy a $400 peripheral to play these VR titles, especially if they aren't being presented on the same level as a Mass Effect or Uncharted. If you don't have anything like that to make people go out and buy the, this, that particular console, I don't think that it was a good showing. And hopefully at E3, they will show something that wows the crowd to make them say, I want to... I mean, to be honest with you, you don't have to wow the crowd. Sony has this generation locked up. But I think that if they want to continue to wow, the, wow their fans, they need to continue to put out um, bigger and better AAA titles. And I think that's the one thing Microsoft has been trying to do. Okay. Um, uh, Shokio? What's up? Your impressions on the PlayStation experience? No, I didn't get to watch it. Okay. Nor did I really like go back and look at the information because too much. <laughs> to... I came into like the Discord call and Jack really wasn't saying much happened, so I was like, no. If Jack ain't excited, then it must have been pretty shit. <laughs> uh, Jack. All right, I'm gonna try to keep it try to keep it light, man. Uh, Sony has, I believe, 15 first-party studios now. Shuhei Yoshida himself has said that every single one of these studios is working on at least some, working on at least uh, one or two 
PS4 games and the fact that they didn't show any new first party Sony titles is really what people were upset about. Now, the conference structure, it was poorly paced. Like, basically, if they would have started with Uncharted like they did cool, basically made like a shit sandwich, right? Have something good at the beginning and at the end, people leave happy. Keep the shit in the middle. They had a lot of fucking weird games and I can't really condone nothing that they were showing. Like, I went on the PlayStation blog after I already told a story. They got a new game coming out about dolphins in a classroom cheating off each other's paper. Now, Sony, I, I'm not, that's not even a joke. Sony, I love y'all. Y'all don't stop this foolish ass shit. I'm gonna know something, man. But Sounds like Nintendo game, bruh. Like, and they didn't show Horizon. They could have showed anything from Horizon. They could have showed the bitch sitting up in the cave twiddling her thumbs for 30, 40 seconds. People would have been satisfied with that. They, it's like it's kind of like they ain't try, man. I'm, you know, and it, it's crazy, bro. But overall, I was disappointed. VR, like I said, them games are ridiculous. I don't see anybody <laughs> supporting that. You know what I'm saying? But we still got a good 2016 coming up, so you know, I'm satisfied. Yeah. Man. That's one thing I will say is the amount, the quality and the amount of games in 2016 is definitely good. I think people do fail to realize that. This conference definitely was, you know, pretty shitty. Um, it was their, like, fourth conference this, this year. Um, but that, yeah, it definitely doesn't take away from the fact that I think people really don't, don't realize how the amount of games that they have coming out and the, and the quality of games they have coming out in 2016 because every every time we learned about an exclusive it's been so scattered out so it was hard to put together like in your mind a list of games like what is coming out in 2016 and when I put together the list I'm like that's pretty impressive but this conference was uh, pretty bad last year's was um last year's was definitely I think last year's was better yeah, yeah it was definitely way, better. way better yeah. this one I feel like this one felt like a business trip. Like it, it seemed so good for their business because you, it's like third party is just loving Sony for giving them a shot in the, in, in the, in the, in the, you know, their spotlight. No matter if their game is just a bunch of like, it's like a five year old's drawing on an acid <laughs> trip. Mm-hmm. That's what one of those games looked like. At the end, one of those VR games looked like when my niece drew that shit and like I just popped an acid pill and like. <laughs> And I just like was staring. I was like, "What is?" And it was like, well, it was some rock, rock'em sock'em robot bullshit. I was like, "What is this?" Dog? But you want to know what's crazy about all of that? What's crazy about that is that, and 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 even as a even as a Xbox game, a Xbox um podcaster, the one thing I give Sony is that that's what the X uh, the PlayStation fan base enjoys is those niche titles. They do. I think the problem is is that those little pocket of niche titles they don't sell like they should. You know what I'm saying? Because you have a small fan base buying them. But it, that's what gives, like Cloud was saying, PlayStation is diversity. And I think that um that I think Sony is good with that, man. They're 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 really good with doing that and appealing worldwide, not just to the US and the UK or other small pockets of um the world. Bang bang. Because <laughs> one thing I will say and uh you know and the reason why I enjoy, like, you know, I, I, I prefer, like, my primary console is the PS4 is because I believe Sony, in their first party and second party, they have a better better diversity and variety of games than Microsoft games. And I feel like, just like you said, the PlayStation fans, I feel like that one of the main reasons PlayStation fans prefer PlayStation and the Xbox fans prefer Xbox is what I've seen is Xbox gamers usually prefer the 
the the same conventional type of game. I disagree. No, Shooters. No. I disagree. This is isn't the time like something kind of different comes out, even it if it's good, they're just not interested. That's not true. No interest whatsoever. Yes, that, All right. That's not true. I, I well, say it now. I say it now. Scalebound is not going to sell well. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you right now. The difference between this generation and last generation is the install basis. If you look at, and this is the God and the truth, if you look at early on when Sony came out and what they sold, those first couple of first-party games sold nowhere near what PlayStation games were selling, I mean, um, Xbox games were selling, except for Gran Turismo, right? But later on in the life cycle, those games start to pick up as Sony's install base start to grow and mm-hmm. catch up to, to Xboxes. This generation, it's the same difference. You look at all the PlayStation games that's selling, the install base is twice the size of Xboxes. So the Xbox titles aren't selling because a lot of the Xbox guys went over back to PlayStation 4 because of the disastrous intro of what they did with the Xbox. It's not that it's not that the Xbox guys don't like new stuff. It's just that a lot of the guys that like that stuff on 360 are now with PlayStation, and they're still presenting those games, and those guys who liked it will eventually come back to Xbox One. Microsoft is doing everything in their power to diversify their lineup. Yeah, micro, yeah Microsoft definitely is doing it, which, which is why we're at, seeing like a scale-bound type game. Right. You look like, at scale-bound, you look at their AAA lineup, from this past holiday season, from when they started, actually, they've had amazing games. Not like, oh my God, phenomenal, the greatest in the you know classics, but they've had great games throughout the whole generation, from the launch, honestly, all the way up until now. And next year looks even better, and they have even more games to announce. There's more games coming. Like Fable Legends hasn't dropped. Gigantic got pushed back to next year. You're gonna have Quantum Break. You're gonna have um, you got indie games. Yeah, you got Record, you got Scalebound, you got Crackdown, you got Gears 4, uh, whatever Force is going to come out with next year. You turn around, you got Ashen, Blow. There's a ton of indie games. You got Orbit, you got, um, I forget the other game. But, there's but a the ton point of indie is, games is the Xbox fan well. base going to pick those up? The, what BG is saying is that it's, it's not, not about that the fan diversity. base. It's, about it's, not, the, it's not about, hold on, hold on, it's not about them being diverse. It's just the, the fan base. It's kind of like the Nintendo dudes. They stick to what they love, and that's what the fan base purchases. But that's the point, to diversify the platform to appeal to more people. It's not about, at that point, the sales. It's just saying, hey, my platform has these niche titles. We have this diversity as well. And if you get an Xbox, you won't just have shooters. There's not one first-person shooter coming out next year on Xbox One. Not one. Right. But the thing is, like, okay... Like Microsoft is definitely doing their job in diversifying it, even though I feel like they they just there's nothing they can do to like have oh, the same diversity. The they're not gonna close the gap sales wise with PlayStation. Well, well, not even sales. Like the diversity of games. Like there's I, I can name you Sony games, right? Sony type of games like exclusives mm-hmm. that there is nothing like it on the Xbox. Just nothing like to say Xbox has this type of game, and there's certain games that like Scalebound. I feel like even if the install base was the same, like let's say they sold the exact same amount, like I feel like a game like Scalebound, just because of the history of both consoles, mm-hmm. Scalebound is gonna sell more on PlayStation, just because it's a it's it's That's that a Japanese it's a Japanese game. But you know something, you here's it's the same thing I said on a podcast one time. I said if you want to stop making um stop making people believe something about your platform. Even if it doesn't sell, you have to continue to support it. Yeah, they got to. That that's true. Right. But what BG is saying is that 
regardless, is like it's kind of like what you were saying earlier, or not, I'm not sure if that's what you were saying. Because of how people were fed with the Xbox, they went over to PlayStation because they felt like they were, you know, they were going to do all this bullshit that nobody wanted. Right. So, I kind of had a brain fart. Go ahead. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, so, so what, what has to happen is this, for example, and it's the same thing I said before, and I think it's going to happen. You had Lost Odyssey. You look at what they did with 360, right? And that was a little bit early on in the generation, like 2000, I think it was like 2008 or something like that, when um, Lost Odyssey, and they had this whole RPG renaissance thing. Don't forget Magna like Carta. That. Yeah, Magna Carta. Lost Odyssey sold 995,000. It almost broke a million. It probably broke a million now. Um, but the point is, is that Though the game was niche and it was foreign to the Xbox because it didn't sell well in Japan, it did well in the UK, it did well in the United States. I think what has to happen is Microsoft has to continue to support JRPGs and get those things. And in my honest opinion, and I said this to Phil Spencer, they need a Japanese studio, period. Like They need to make a Japanese studio so they can have their own Japanese exclusives. Because trying to get a Japanese developer to make games for your platform is not going to work this generation because you just don't have the install of Japan. So it's going to be up to them, just like they're doing now with their first party, to make their own games like Nintendo. The only difference is they have the backing of third party because they have a large presence in the U.S. and they have a large presence in the U.K. Like, I'm worried about, um, I'm worried about uh, Quantum Break because I, I'm worried it's going to be another Alan Wake. Like, I loved Alan Wake, but Alan, there was no reason for Alan Wake to sell the way it did, and they were kind of disappointed with the, with the sales, and they were happy when it came to PC. And Xbox they definitely have definitely had the um the install base and Alan Wake didn't do as well as it Alan, should because Alan Wake released the same time as Red Dead Redemption. Yep, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. My game. friends was in the store, we were gonna try we were making it I was like, What game? Red Dead or Alan Wake? He's That's like, You're Red Dead. Look, I was and like, if well, a game if a game is good enough, somebody's gonna pick up both. And, it, and listen, that's not necessarily true because Tomb Raider was great. Nobody yeah. didn't pick it up. I got that shit. Of course, you picked that's, it up. That's me and you, too, though. But that's different. We're talking about worldwide appeal. A Quantum Break is like one of the most anticipated games on Xbox One. It's been pushed back multiple times. That game is going to mm. sell like crack. <laughs> Trust Why me. Why did they release? Everybody's going to get it, and it's coming out. The Red Dead. Some of these games, be, I be getting mad when they be releasing some of these games, like. I mean, Red Dead wasn't really approving IP back then. Right, it's I mean, by Rockstar. But it was matter. a Rockstar game. It didn't matter. I mean, yeah, but still. Yeah, and Alan Wake and Remedy. Remedy wasn't a, a unknown. People knew them from Max Payne, but they weren't like Rockstar. Rockstar with Grand Theft Auto, Rockstar with L.A. Noir. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like that. So I, I think that Quantum Break is going to sell. You have... First of all, the game looks amazing graphically. It's the one of the best-looking games I've ever seen on any platform this generation, number one. Number two, you have um, live-action sequences that people want to discover how all of this works. Some people are still confused <coughs> and worried about that. And the gameplay just looks absolutely amazing. And it's a shooter, not a first-person shooter, but it's still a shooter, which still appeals to the Xbox fan base. So I think that the game will sell tremendously. I thought that, too. I thought it wouldn't make a difference. Like as long as I feel like people treat first person shooters and third person shooters very different is what I learned. Like people will love a first person shooter but absolutely despise like a third person, I realize. So yeah, I think that's um, why Star Wars got a lot of hate. I don't know about possible. that. I don't know. But, um, I, I think quantum break I think was Star Wars work, works best as both though, uh, like first person and third person. <laughs> I think Scalebound will sell only if, and, and, and by the way. It's Scalebound, not going to sell well. Scalebound, Scalebound would have sold way more 
Listen. If they came out on both platforms, it will sell more on the PlayStation 4. Yeah, well, it's right, not. So here's it. I, like, I like how this, because how come nobody is like, or speaking about like when Call of Duty drops, you know, it's selling more it's on the PlayStation. Listen, the install base is larger on PlayStation 4, so it's going to sell well. Yeah, but is that more of a is that more of because there's more of the Xbox 360 guys that went over to PlayStation, or is just because? No, it's, it's because of the well, it's, it's a Japanese game. Yeah, it's a Japanese it's a Japanese game. No, no, no. So no I'm talking about like Call of Duty because everybody's saying, oh, well, if that came out on like PlayStation, was is automatically going to sell more. I'm like, well, well Call of Duty, Call of Duty did sell more on PlayStation. Like just yeah, like been selling more in the last few years. Like just how like how I think um Scalebound would sell more if the if the install base was. Even on, I feel like it will sell more on PS4. If the install bases were even, it would easily sell more on Xbox One. I feel. Yeah, it would sell more on Xbox. Um, I think the two games that will sell for Xbox is Crackdown and Quantum Break. Scalebound will sell if the appeal, because this is the first time, and this is how I feel. I feel like this is the first time that a Japanese studio is trying to make a westernized JRPG. And I think that if they get that right, it will appeal to both. The problem with RPGs. Um, and Americans is that this is the same reason why they did Final Fantasy VII the way they did. They just don't like turn-based games. They, <laughs> they just don't. Like, they really don't. I love turn-based. I grew up on it. But this is a, a large percentage of people who don't like turn-based. They prefer the action part of it. And they don't like the whole Japanese thing. That's the reason why you have this character, like everybody says, he looks like a dude bro or a fake Dante with white hair and he has this lingo because they're trying to appeal <laughs> yeah, to the awesome. West but give you this Japanese fantasy world. And I think if they can get that right, the game will sell. Maybe a million over or maybe two million over his lifetime. But Quantum Break is going to sell regardless. Well, I guess we'll have With Scalebound, you had me at Dragon, yo. That dragon looks sick. How how it stomps around like what I saw from the gameplay. Uh, I I know that is that is. I got a question. Would y'all, would y'all be buying that game if it was a PlayStation only title? Uh yeah, I would. I don't have a PlayStation. Yes, move. You're a fucking liar. What are you talking about? I buy all PlayStation <laughs> exclusives. <laughs> I don't buy them fucking five them five dollar games or them ja- um or them fucking anime looking games like Persona or some shit like that. But I'll buy. You, it. you don't buy Japanese game, but you gonna buy scale, man. You see what you saying right now? I never said Japanese. I said them anime looking games <laughs> like Persona. You said Japanese at first, sir. I almost said Japanese, but the yeah, things I meant yeah, like Persona, like. I meant like Persona, dude. Like, cause I, there's a lot of. I got, I got Dragon Quest right now. I just haven't fucking turned it on yet. I know you haven't. I don't think it helps though that um, it seems like the same games keep selling on uh, you know, Xbox One, like the same well, franchises and not like new at, ones. If you look at it, this this year coming up, 2016, with with games like like Recore, Sea of Thieves, uh, you know, um, Scalebound, the diversity of like the new IPs that are coming out in 2016 will really show you what's going to happen with the X1 in terms of diversity. Yeah. You know, see it, see of Thieves. What it looks like to me is a is an MMO based off like a, a pirate world. Um, it's got that that rare like that kind of like cartoony aspect to it. Game looks gorgeous. I've never seen ocean like I saw in the clips from the Sea of Thieves. That looks realistic. Um, Recore, I'm really excited about because it's it's taken together like the the team from um that made Super Metroid with uh, the creator of Mega Man, and they're making an, uh, an X1 exclusive. I, I definitely, I, I wish that they showed gameplay. You know, I have hey, no idea where they're going to show this at. I, I got a question about the game real quick, if you don't mind. Do you think that game is dropping in 2016? Yep. 
I'm I'm hoping I'm, so. Uh, what what, what they're showing me in terms of like actually revealing the game, like what where are they gonna show this like to reveal it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. I I was hoping that you know at least the video game awards they're like oh yeah by the way you know world premiere, and they actually show like the the gameplay to the game. I don't know where they're gonna show it. Because uh, if you didn't know, Kids Move and uh, Jack have a bet that there was 13 Xbox exclusives last week that we talked about, and Kids Move bet Jack that all 13 of those games would release in 2015, 16, and none of them will get delayed out of um, the, out of the year. Well, if if you look at if you look at Microsoft's, uh, you know, in this generation, they they haven't really they haven't delayed that much. I mean, Quantum Break, yeah, and you saw when they recast the characters. And they put in Iceman and stuff like that. Of course, they were gonna have to delay it. They had to go back and and redo all all the the character models and such. Um, but they've been pretty much on point with releasing their games. So I can see what he's saying. Now the only thing is with with Recore is like, well, when when is it? You know, when are they gonna show that? What what stage are they gonna present? This exclusive, and I don't see a stage. Probably E three, but this is the thing. I, I'm I'm glad you're excited for the game. Games I, just, lot to I, play just, one year. I just need one of those games to get delayed. You just <laughs> listen, man. Yeah, yeah, that's that's if one game gets delayed, Kids Move loses the bet. It only takes one game to get delayed. Yeah, I, I'm I'm, I'm not, that what, confident. Bet, bro. Uh, what what? Like if all what? thirteen games don't come by next year, Kids Move won't be sixty bucks. But if they do all come, in, I'm gonna send him sixty bucks. That's basically the bet. Oh, uh, you should you should put the tax in it because it sounds like a price of a game, so it should be like yeah. sixty three eighty or something like that. You know what I'm saying? All right, smooth. You gotta send me sixty five bucks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, but the thing is, the other half of the bet, like I'm 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 willing to guarantee that two of those uh the PS4 exclusives are getting delayed out of 2016. Okay, now what if both happen though? Then what? Oh then, wow, then, then, then that was all in void. There's a stalemate. I was yeah. never part of the bet. You never said nothing about PS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids move trying to ask stuff. Hold on. No, we did say. I did say if I was like if all X, that all Xbox One exclusives will come out in 2016, and at least two PS4 exclusives will be delayed out of 2016. No. At least two. Huh? We, got, we got the tapes. We can, we can look back at it. Okay. I mean, which two though? Which two though? I don't know. It don't it, there's a lot. By the way, I added like I, I got the like. A, Hold on. The complete on. list of the PlayStation games that are like coming out 2016 or I guess 17, and yeah, it's a lot longer than um what I had last week from what yeah people gave. But they but they're just talking about 2016 though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like anything that has a possibility for 2017, you know, it's yeah, a that little iffy. It's like kids move trying to wiggle out of this bed, bro. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. So um. But going back to talk about uh, Konami and Kojima, so Jeff Keighley kind of threw Konami right out in front of the bus and uh, just let them catch it by telling everybody that because of uh, legal, uh, some legalities, Kojima could not be at the Game Awards. And yeah, if people didn't hate them before, they definitely hate Konami now. Yep. Well, look at look at all the articles that have come out about Konami and what they do with their employees and such. I mean, like if they if they are actually doing this and it, like I, any any spotlight that shows exactly what this company does to their employees, you know, it's a it's a good thing to get it out there. You know, I got I got a question though. If they come out with a Contra and another uh, Castlevania game, are you are you not going to buy it? Um, yeah. no, that goes for everybody. 
I, I ain't jumping. Yeah, the only game they publish I like is fucking Dance Dance Revolution, and fuck it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, pe- I, I, I'm not gonna be like one of those people. Oh, I'm not buying any more Konami games anymore. Like, that's bullshit. Like, you need to stop lying to yourself. If they make True. a badass game that look really good, y'all still gonna buy it, regardless of what they did to Kojima. Kojima, not your uncle. He's not your father. <laughs> like, y'all need to stop acting like y'all, y'all like crazy loyal to this dude, right? I don't like what they're doing to him either. I don't like their, you know, what the co- type of company they seem like. They they pretty much took a whole bunch of reviewers and and put them in cages and gave them dog food and said review our game <laughs> right here right now. Yeah, they did that. That's crazy, but but like uh, with with their employees, I it's um it's been talked about that they switched the, their employees' emails mm-hmm. so they don't get any other job listings. That their the employees are 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 um they're under surveillance like all the time. Like it, it sounds crazy if. If even half of the stuff that, that they sounds talk like some about shit from Foxcom. Yo, if if even half of the stuff is true, absolutely true, which I can't say so, you know what I'm saying? I I, I just I read a few articles here and there and stuff, but if even half of it's true, man, that's that's just a messed up place to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it, and it's funny because there was nothing like bad I get bad out about them until like this whole Kojima situation came out, but they look like complete dirtbags now. It, and people, we weren't sure what was going on, so it seemed like, you know, we couldn't come, like, it was a possibility that, okay, maybe maybe Kojima was the asshole to the company. We don't know, but it definitely seems like it's Konami. Definitely seems like that. Well, they're a bunch of fucking dirtbags. Well, you know, it's good, it's good that they got exposed. It's Konami, good that they got exposed, though. Konami's supposed to be going to the mobile space a little bit more now. I mean, they had some great franchises, like, um... What's the mech game we used to play back in the day on PS2? I used to love that game. Um, mm. Said um, mech? Yeah. Gundam? I don't know. No, Zone, not of Enders. Zone of Enders. There you go. Zone of Enders was a great that's game that they really, that's something that they should look into bringing back. Um, obviously, you had Metal Gear. They used to run it into Ninja Turtle franchise. Um, <laughs> but that, obviously, yeah, Zone of Enders so. was a Kojima game, too, though. So I don't know if I'd want yeah. one without him. Yeah, I mean, but I'm sure they own the IP. I'm sure the yeah, IP yeah, is a good name. I just, I just think that they need to refocus on what they want to do. Right now, they're going to go into the mobile space for a bit um, until this all blows over. But they really made but, themselves look bad. You know, they make more money in Japan. Like they own like gyms and casino machines. Like they make more money they in Japan. Like, yeah, yeah, they, they don't. Much. They don't even give a fuck about <laughs> games like that. Yeah. Yeah, because when they, I had they this... take their game developers, yo. If if they don't feel like they're doing what they're supposed to, they will supposedly. Now nah, I put supposedly. They will take their game developers and have them go work in their meatpacking warehouse. <laughs> Is that a joke? No, no. I said That's supposedly. Crazy. I heard they made one dude. Uh, he was like developing a game, and he like spoke up about something he didn't like. They said they made that man become a janitor, and he yo. like. If any of that is true, these dudes have no no self respect. You couldn't go find a better job. They won't let. Yo, like I said, they're switching their emails. They have them constantly under surveillance. Like they're they are under the Konami umbrella. Like and like I said, I don't I don't have any like said proof of this, but there's articles out there if you go and and look into it. Yo, some of the the accusations, like I said, if half of them, even half of them are true, this this company is like absolutely insane, dude. I believe it. You can't make that kind of stuff up, man. That's yeah. crazy. Wasn't shit. there a Nintendo dude that got fired for saying something recently? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, he was on that. Yeah, he was, he was on a podcast. Treehouse. It's one of those people. Yeah, he was on a podcast, said some things about the way they do business. They said, get his ass the hell out of here now. <laughs> <laughs> they got him out real quick. They, they, like that, they put him on the chopping block quick. He was the, the localizer for um a localizer in Nintendo. Yeah. Mm. So get him out. They just rule everything over there with an the iron fist. They're yeah, for real. You got I niggas mean, working at the meatpacking if you say something wrong. <laughs> I think they connected with with the Yakuza. I'm just saying. I think Nintendo like has like gang yeah, that's, affiliates. That's, that's possible. I think they got gang affiliates. <laughs> that's funny with what we were talking about Nintendo before with their whole like you know heaviness on on the the children's games and stuff like that and talk about like hooked up to the Yakuza. Yeah, they, they probably they probably got some you know the Yakuza probably got some stocks in Nintendo. <laughs> uh, last thing we can talk about is uh so Black Friday uh. Came out. Well, Black Friday came out. Black Friday was last week, and apparently, you know, as far as who won Black Friday, the sales was really close. Um, PS4 was came out on top just ever so slightly. I think they only sold. It was like 1.3 to 1.1. Yeah. <clears throat> so it, they literally outsold them by uh, sold, the, uh, sold the Xbox One by like a million or something like that. If that is that a million or a million? No, 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 no. Are they are they are they are they adding those sales? Because one of the things that they were doing at the stores, because you know I'm I'm affiliated with the shopfront stuff that's going on, especially with Best Buy, they they're giving away like any forty or fifty inch uh, Samsung TV. They were giving away free Xboxes with that. So is that accounted for? Because if that's the case, that's crazy. I mean, all of my stores that I went to, and I covered twelve stores in Connecticut, were literally sold out of PlayStation Fours. I don't, I don't know. know. When, I, don't I, when know. I went out, it was more people buying Xbox One, so I don't know, man. But, uh, yeah, as it says right here, rank, according to InfoScout, the rank was uh, PS4 with 42% of the share, Xbox One with 41%. Xbox One won Black Friday last year, I believe. Mm-hmm. And good old Wii U closing in at three with seven. And there was an article from C, uh, CNN or whoever was basically on the news saying that the, the most purchased thing uh, was the Wii U. This this Black Friday sale. It was the Wii U. Yeah, yeah, it was the most purchased at Target. But they was they was talking about Target, and they was only talking about the online. Yeah, that was Target online. Um, like there's a lot of a lot of articles coming out. You know, a lot of people look at what's going on with this generation of gaming, and and whatever article like they can section off a little chunk of the sales, make a whole article about it, and they know people are gonna click on it. You know what I'm saying? They give yep. it a nice, nice, good clickbait title, and they know they're gonna get these views. You know that's what I'm saying? Get, how they get that's some clicks, them. man? That's how they stay relevant. <laughs> look, I don't even care who sells the most. If Xbox goes away and Nintendo goes away, we're all fucked. So we need all platforms to be successful. Yeah, they're all doing good. No, uh, no doubt. Black Friday, well. um, uh, single game sales accounted for 42%. Console and game bundles, 31 And consoles alone is 10%. Uh, at this point, honestly, I, I keep telling people, if you, don't get, if you ain't get a console by now, Xbox One or PS4, I don't know what you're doing. If you're, if you're like, uh, as far as the hardcore gamers go, because, and I consider... I consider you a hardcore gamer if you watch any of our channels, in my in my opinion. That means you keep up with what is going on. You're a nerd. Keep up with what's going bro, on. Bro, you know the niggas that watch us don't game like that, bro. Come on now. <laughs> oh, true, they don't play games. Okay, but they're interested. They're they're yeah, interested yeah, yeah, yeah. hardcore. So 
If you don't, if you watching this, they and watch to Xbox stay up with the topics. PS4 by now, then science world. They give. They don't play the games. They watch to stay up with the topics. Like <laughs> they gave an Xbox One away with like a 40 inch TV. I think like yep. It was like a 40 inch. You got no excuse. I could have. I should have bought that and flipped that 40 inch TV. They offered me <laughs> over a double cheeseburger at McDonald's one time, but I declined though. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this oh, dude yeah, Jack gonna kill me, man. <laughs> oh man. Uh, you know what? The one, the one thing about about this whole quote unquote console wars and and sales when it comes to the consoles, like, uh, I, I get this a lot from like the comments on my YouTube channel. I try to tell people like, you know, the X one's doing good. It's doing better than the 360 did, and uh, not for anything, but the 360 was no slouch last gen. I was like, you know, a lot of times companies will actually, they, they don't really make the profit off the console. They want to get the console into the house yeah. to sell the software, mm-hmm. all right? If these companies don't sell the software, they're not making the profit that they want to make. You it's it's the saying? same thing everywhere, same thing, yep. especially with DSLRs. Canon wants you to buy their body because you're going to go back and buy more lenses. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, uh, I see people fighting over sales, like, back and forth all the time, and it's like, well, l- look at the software sales. That's what's going to tell you the most, because that's, that's where these companies are making their mm-hmm. profit. That's where the PS5 and that's the, the case next that Nintendo's next kicking it. everybody's ass with them Amiibos. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell everybody's yeah. ass is getting kicked. That would be cool if they were a toy company. Yeah. They are yeah. a toy company. They are a toy company. They're a toy. They are They've always been a toy company. Look at Nintendo's record when it comes to how many consoles the Wii U, how many consoles the Wii U, you know, sold. But then you look at their exclusives that they're dropping, and and they're selling. Their software is selling. That's why they're still relevant. That's where the money's at. People don't realize that when you sell a console, you only make about seventeen to twenty bucks off that console. Unless you made the Wii. <laughs> right, like you made the week. Uh, that was making money yeah, out the gate but, on that. But when you when you sell a game, you get about fifty seven dollars per game, um, and that's one of the things I, I remember when I was young. I used to be an assistant manager at GameStop. That's the reason why GameStop tries to sell you that secondhand <laughs> software because that's well, where the money is for them. It's pure they profit. Don't, they don't make money on new games. They get like a dollar or two dollars on a new game. And so that's why. And that's why microtransactions and buying season passes exist because of GameStop. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Exactly. Yep. So as you can see, you know, it's a revolving circle of uh, bull fuckery. <laughs> Pretty much, in a nutshell, man. But look, I, I think both companies are doing well. Um, you know, no company is failing, or no company is going to fall out of business oh, in the industry. Oh, we Nintendo's coming out with an NX. They're not leaving the industry. They're not failing as money-wise. They they got like enough money in the bank. I think a report came out so they got enough money in the bank to like fail for like 18 years and still be chilling. Yep. Right. But but um but I I think that I mean even though but you have to look at the thing is when you're looking at it from a consumer perspective, these these companies are companies that sell uh, electronics and it's the same. It's no difference than if you're selling an iPhone, a Windows phone, an Android phone. You're gonna have somebody in third, but as long as you're making a profit and you're not in a negative, I think that's what companies look at. Everybody's not gonna be number one. And that's I why Microsoft, I say JRPGs still make money. Right. I, I think that I think that Microsoft, uh, Sony, and Nintendo are doing well respectively. I think Nintendo obviously would like to do better, yeah. um, but really it's all about that software. And if, and if those companies are moving software and they're making money for their studios, first-party studios, that's where it's at for both companies. 
even though the studios are making money, they want to be popular in the face of the community. Yeah. yeah they don't mind giving away consoles for free, as you know, because yeah, you course. have the console, then you're gonna, then you're contemplating the buying the game. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Definitely uh, hitting on. Perfect timing. Hey, before <laughs> I get out of here, I want to. Um, I got a promo going on. I just want to give some of the fans out there a heads up. Um, give me one second. Yeah. To pull that up. I'd appreciate it. Yeah. While you look for that, uh, let me just let everybody else do their outro. Cloud. Yo, it's your boy DC nineteen three, your gaming tech head. Uh, you know, follow me on uh YouTube, Instagram. I got the Facebook group. Kind of quiet over there, but you know we can make it popping again. Right. Uh, Xbox. Yeah, man. Um, I don't really have an outro per se. Uh, I do say signing off on my videos, but um, <laughs> this is the Xbox four four eight. I do appreciate you know getting the invitation to come on here. Definitely check out my YouTube channel. Uh, find me on Twitter. Um. On Facebook, uh, I do have a couple changes coming out of my channel. Um, my next video, I'll talk about it a little more in depth. But, um, dude, this this was fun. I'll, I'll do this anytime, man. It's good to have different people up in here now, man. As long as y'all not getting lynched after this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, this is what I see. this is what I do. I bring it, man. Credit Yo, oh, by the way, I got one more. I forgot one more thing. If you want the best unboxings, because I don't know why people watch BG's unboxings, come to Dark Horse oh, Channel. Shit. Wow. Oh, wow. 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 I just put the shotgun to my back on my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's crazy. All right, Jeff Keeley, fuck out of here. <laughs> Jack Move. Uh, before I start the outro, man, I just want to say shout out to Xbox and uh, Tick. It's nice to have uh, uh, you know, a nice conversation with Xbox fans instead of dealing with kids, moves, hate, feel, rants. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I appreciate y'all. Okay. I appreciate y'all, man. The kids move trying to get out the bed, but that's cool though. Anyway, man, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Jack Move, Johnny. Y'all know how to get in touch with me, man. Just, just get in touch with me though. Yeah, no, but real shit though, like because a lot of the guys that I I talk to on, on like I'm sorry I'm cutting it again, but some of the Xbox dudes you can't hold conversations with because it turns into beef. Like niggas want to fight you. This is the nah, best yeah. thing. This is the best I've had in years, son. <laughs> I told you there's two there's two Xbox communities out there. There's the Xbox Mafia, and there's the Xbox fans. These are Xbox fans I have in it. Yes, sir. I want to invite well, the Mafia. Food, I think food might be a uh, double, you know. The Xbox Mafia members will have like a dead cat's head in my mailbox and shit. <laughs> I think so. they they ready to like send death oh, notes to my family. Oh, yo, BG, I already mailed that out. To be honest with you, man, it should be uh hit in your mailbox. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> Smooth. What's up, everybody? Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me again. Um, you know that bet's still on. I can't wait to get my sixty. But as I always say. You know, even though we ain't get much awards, awards and shit, Xbox still the best box, and I am the best bot. Good night, everybody. What, what but you got raped in Halo? Best <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, by, but you by got you? raped in Halo. I, but I didn't get raped by you. Hey, get on that Uncharted, baby. Right game. now, I, remember, I got, I got these games, bro. I got them too. I got them too. I'm sure. I'm sure Kidman, but I haven't I haven't played in a while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just had a stream and I was tearing everybody up, but um, the, oh, nobody uh, ain't want to say nothing. Comments was fucking quiet. Everybody uh, was watching, but nobody ain't want to appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, okay. But <laughs> we believe you. Fuck out of here.
Uh, Tick? Hey, guys, you know, before I head out of here, man, listen, I know some of you guys are mostly PlayStation dudes, but for all my Xbox fans out there, and if you have an Xbox, you know, we got a great relationship with Microsoft and um, the Xbox division. I'm doing a big giveaway, the biggest giveaway I've done. Last year I did a special called the Tickmas Care Package where I gave away seven games. This year I'm giving away 12. Um, those games are 4 to 6, Halo 5, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Gears of War Ultimate Edition, Rare Replay. I got three copies of Kalimba, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, Killer Instinct, Ultra Edition, State of Decay, and Ori in the Blind Forest. Um, you guys can um, you guys can join the Twitch stream December 12th starting at 12 p.m. Um, I'm going to have, it's an all-day stream, it's eight hours. I got three Twitch streamers. We have our own Twitch crew. It's twitch.tv backslash T-I-C underscore podcast. Um, all you got to do is be in there. All you got to do is say hi, and you have a chance to win any one of those games. Nice. We have all the codes. Um, so I really appreciate you guys letting me on the show. Like I said, Tick Podcast is the premier podcast for Xbox One. I'm your boy, War X, Kal-El, the last on the planet Xbox. Yeah, I'm gonna put uh, all, I'm gonna put all that information and links down in the description. And in case you I didn't know, Tick has had in this podcast. Tick has had, uh, you had a podcast with Phil Spencer. You had Aaron Greenberg, Greenberg in there, and like the the indie guy from Xbox and everything in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah everything so, is up there. Yeah, now oh, we wow. have interviews with oh, yeah. Ken Lobb. I've had interviews with Jeff Keeley. Um, we Tick is connected, man. Stuff. Yo, my man. You yeah, know he's affiliated with Zaire and them, right? What happened? You're not affiliated with Zaire and them, right? I'm I'm cool. I'm cool with those guys. I don't have no issues with them whatsoever. But, I'm, cool uh, with I'm trying to figure out how you got a podcast if you're chilling with them. I have my podcast because I do my own thing. I'm actually man. I'm an admin. I'm an admin in uh, Zaire's um, Facebook page, man. Oh God. I don't have no problems with everybody. Oh, take back I, I respect everybody, man. Oh, you think... take back for one thing? <laughs> no, no, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I, I respect everybody, man. I respect BG. I respect, Yo, respect the BGST crew. Do their thing, you know? I say whatever you want about Zaire, but he was one of the first YouTubers to come, like, actually talk to me, say what up, and all that good oh, stuff. Oh, no, he used to be cool. I remember, you know, I, we were there when he started. Trust me, yeah. we know. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not a, I'm not a part of BGSC. I'm not affiliated with them in any way. But like I said before, I mean, I think everybody everybody has they they do their own thing. A lot of people look at the BGST crew and they don't understand that this that's a show for them, and people eat it up. So they have something that people are falling for it. True. But that's something that they do and they're good at doing it, regardless if you hate them or love them. They're doing it and they're, they're doing it well. You know what I'm saying? I don't take that approach. That's not my style. I have more respect for whatever they do. I got respect for what everybody do, but that's not my style for me. I'm more of I'm a, a Xbox guy. I like to talk about Xbox, the positives of it. I don't shy away from talking about PlayStation, Nintendo, and I got some great connections with the Xbox community. And I get a lot of interviews. Which you know what? That's actually a good thing because a lot of the times, like there are Xbox games that I want to get, and the dudes that are pro Xbox on this YouTube stuff. I never see gameplay or positive talk. It's always beef. Uh, dude, check out check out my channel, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I, like I said before, I mean, like I said before, man, I don't have no issues with what people do. I can't comment on what somebody else do. All I, I know is definitely, I'm yeah, cool. I, I'm like they they don't they don't come at me. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no problems with them or whatever. I've spoken to Zaya. I've spoken to BG. You know, we all spoke about their issues between each other, and I understand what they do to the PlayStation community, and I know there's some guys that go at them and stuff like that. I don't want no part of it. That's not me. I'm just, I'm just a neutral party. I'm just cool with people. That's why I can, I can definitely vouch for Tech and his, you know, interviews because I've watched his interviews. He's 
managed to get the attention of people like Phil Spencer and you know Aaron Greenberg and and have had like you know sit downs with them. And y'all should definitely go check out his channel and yeah, all his. Uh, definitely got a subscriber, like bro. Definitely subscribe. I appreciate um, it. And Shokio Blackass just walked away. <laughs> so he's not gonna get it now. Yeah, he don't even make YouTube <laughs> videos no more. Yeah, fuck that nigga, man. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. Um. So. Yeah, we uh thank everybody for coming. All the information going to be in the description. Y'all going to have to start paying us for these podcasts because uh, this was probably like two hours and probably two hours and 30 minutes, two hours and 40 minutes. Oh, Yo, man. BG, man, you, you got ads on this. Don't be asking for no money. Ads. <laughs> ads ain't shit no more on YouTube. Oh, man, we need to go back to like 2010 when we was making bank. We making scraps from this now. This ain't nothing. But uh, yeah, y'all going... Yeah, definitely gonna start seeing fees for this podcast, man. We need to get our own show or some shit in real. Ninety nine cents per download on the podcast. I'm <laughs> like that, man. Something like that. This is this is real good entertaining material. But uh, yeah, thank y'all for watching. We out of here. Peace. Peace. Good show, man. Good show. Even though people want.